0: No, I am. i such a sweaty day today, day, mate. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because I, I got in, got my shower, and then I walked outside in, like, a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> and I went, "Walter well, for the sky and the heavens had opened, but it's that warm rain. Oh, no. Do, you, do you the rain that feels like someone's spitting on you?
1: No, yeah. For fuck's
0: sake. So I went back upstairs and put my coat on, but my coat's too warm. And it's like, oh, God, oh, this no. is the worst problem ever. I can't <laughs> be cool, I can't be warm. But anyway, welcome to episode... 21? 21?
2: 21. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Legal legal to drink in America is this episode, (laughs) which suits me because I'm now going to pour myself a little bit of fireball whiskey. Oh yeah. Because I've done all my work for the day. I've done my editing. I've been to the gym. Oh nice. I have excite. I've eaten eaten, something healthy. I've had a smoothie. I've taken my vitamins, my protein shake, and it's only three o'clock. As you know what that means. It's time to drink. (laughs) Um, This episode, like last week, is not going to be going out live on the interwebs. Not because we're like, abandoning that idea, but because if people saw me drinking at three in the afternoon on my own, the common one, I'm not about that live.
1: You know what? I've, just, uh, I've I've done my usual like half and half of like, I'm going to have a coffee, but because it's this podcast, I put in a little bit of rum. That's the way Just to keep it going. But You up need I'm, to this podcast. I was meant to have a productive day before this podcast, and I was going to have to be afterwards.
0: Okay, so what is it you did?
1: Um, well, you, the you plan was you, like, we couldn't record
0: all three. So you had shit to do.
1: I, I did have shit to do. I Was gonna go oh, get right, my hair you, cut. I'm speaking to Lucas. I'm oh. Carl. This is Lucas.
0: Oh yeah, I got that bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, Hi, I'm Lucas. Are you doing?
1: Hello. Why? What happened? Uh, so it's gonna like go get my hair cut, dye my hair, edit my video, do all that stuff, and then three o'clock, do the podcast for a couple of hours, and then bam, that's the end of my day. There you go. Then you've got the rest of the
0: evening to yourself. And
1: that did not happen. Okay. So what happened instead? I woke up. And there was a new Smash Bros character out. Oh. <laughs> so I have spent all day playing Smash Bros instead.
0: Oh, God you didn't even invite me. To be fair, I've been out all You didn't long, even so.
1: get the character, Carl. No, I don't
0: pay DLC. I refuse on principle. I'll I buy Banjo Kazooie, that's buy it.
1: You have to buy the season pass. Do you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's almost like I'm not buying this. I mean, I after you see DLC the stuff
1: that the hero can do when we play online, Carl, you might be uh, tempted
0: i'll be all right thanks but we'll go then tell me why you wasted your morning playing smash instead of doing something productive
1: well i mean that's what i would have done anyway (laughs) fair enough like if a new character comes out regardless of who it is i'm gonna just spend all the time playing smash like when joker came out uh, he was the first character in the the fighter's pass i stayed up until like four o'clock in the morning until my switch could download the patch
0: (laughs) just playing um uh, joker see I wish there was anything in my life I was that committed to. <laughs> so I, I worry when I, like, you know, finally meet a girl settle down. And I have to, like, we get married and I have to look her in the eyes on my wedding day and lie and say it's the happiest day of my life. <laughs> it won't be. It'll be the day that I got Ultima vs. Capcom 3 and stayed until 4 in the <laughs> morning playing it with Charlie. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Because I've not been excited about uh, many. or oh, maybe Halo 3. I think Halo 3 is a good oh, okay, one. Yeah.
1: Where we all, we oh. all stayed up and we all went out and got it at midnight. Oh, right, okay. But I only did had that had with Halo like, uh, Reach.
0: So, But I've not had anything like that recently. I've not had mm. like anything. I've been like, I need to play this game. I, I, to the point where I've stayed up till midnight. Usually I'll order it online. It's the rise, like, three days later. I
1: mean, I don't know if I told you this, but um, I, like... You mean, you've seen my uh, my bookcase of games. Like, I, like, collecting mm. physical copies of games. Oh, yes. Um, I went to my, my local, like, game store... And when Smash Bros was coming out, I was like, oh, I presume you guys are doing a midnight launch then. Um, Already had the pre-order with them, Was just like went in and double-checked they were doing a midnight launch. They went, no, no, we're not. <laughs> I was like, what?
0: Play Smash at midnight.
1: So I can't come here at midnight and, and play Smash straight away? No, no, you'll have to wait till we open at 9 o'clock in the morning.
0: You're like, fuck
1: that. So I cancelled my pre-order and bought it as a digital <laughs> download instead.
0: And downloaded it at midnight.
1: I paid ten pound extra for the digital download to play it nine to hours play early. it nine hours. You paid, almost, <laughs>
0: you paid almost a pound an hour to play it. Yeah. One pound ten no one pound like, eleven and a bit extra per hour of extra well, game time.
1: You were up like the the day it came out.
0: Oh yeah, you lost all the characters, and so that was fair.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's part of the reason was because I was like. Oh, well, if I get it at like 9 o'clock, I'm only going to have time to unlock a couple of characters and then you guys are going to get here. And then we're going to have to spend all day unlocking the characters we want to play. So I was like, no, screw that. Pay extra money. Put that money down and just go, going to unlock as many characters as possible before I pass out and need to sleep. See, I
0: still remember that day, though, because you were out with your girlfriend and me and Charlie were at your house, and you're like, "Oh, do you feel bad? <laughs> do you feel bad that we're leaving you behind?" And me and Charlie were sat on Smash Bros. repeats, and I went, "You know what, guys? We'll
1: be fine." Because <laughs> um, the day that Smash Bros. came out um, was like the up day right um, my girlfriend had bought me tickets to go see uh, Ross Noble live.
0: All oh, right, he's he's a good. I would go see Ross Noble. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Um I've always wanted to go see him for like quite well, not always, but for a long time. Um, the improvs always
0: set, sets, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: exactly. So he he's has a half really... an hour
0: of material, but he goes on stage for like two and a half hours. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: it's insane how long the set was as well. Um, it was a good like, yeah, two and a half hours, maybe two, two and a half hours, which for a comedian is insane.
0: Yeah, he's one of my favorite comedians just in terms of just how quick his mind works. Mm-hmm. I've always appreciated that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so my girlfriend had bought me these tickets a year totally in advance are. as a Christmas present.
0: Not realize it was Smash Day,
1: and obviously, like the yeah, Smash hadn't even been announced when the the tickets were.
0: In my head, I'm picturing her like looking through like your calendar or whatever, say, "Okay, let's go and do it," and she goes to the thing and just like an entire like not the day crossed out, like the three days (laughs) around it, just like this, they've basically been burned out. Like when you've got um, photographs of a family member you don't like, or you like divorce you (laughs) wife. And you burn them out. Just like crop that
1: them long, out completely. Just the day itself doesn't
0: exist on your calendar. That's <laughs> Smash Day. She's like, what day is this, Luke? Is that Smash Day?
1: Yeah, and I legit had to be like, my girlfriend, before I even question anything else, because she knows my, my commitment to Smash, and she knew you guys that's, were That's the thing, to like, you've
0: got a girlfriend who understands.
1: Oh yeah, she's very understanding. And um, she, without any judgment, just said we can sell the tickets it's fine
0: no you went no you, i was you, like you know you're what like your boyfriend
1: no like i want to go see it. she doesn't even yeah. want to go see ross noble like she hadn't seen him live or anything before or seen any of his sets so this was purely just for my enjoyment which she ended up enjoying it anyway but
0: it was good though as well cuz then me and charlie got to, like, to do some one on ones for a bit yeah it was
1: nice i was like oh guys i'm really sorry i'm going to have to like all, go like, we don't give a fuck <laughs> <And laughs> <you're like>, <laughs> man i could have probably let, told you i was going to the toilet Come back four hours later, and you guys wouldn't have noticed.
0: Oh yeah, we'd be fine.
1: It's just like oh, smash happened.
0: I think but you have got like that very understanding girl. You've got that girlfriend that guys always say they want, but they never try and look for.
1: Yeah, I
0: can't tell you how many of my male friends I've been to the pub with or like played Xbox Live with. Mm. Like even if we're just talking about, right, they're playing FIFA or whatever, and I'm just like I'm playing Dragon Ball or some Halo.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: then it's like oh man, I've got to go, I've got to go in a bit. Uh, the missus is yelling at me. And it's like well. That's well, that, that's your problem. That's your <laughs> you take. You didn't tell her how much you like playing FIFA.
1: No, yeah. Um, um, it's still to joke, ain't it? I mean, like that's thing is. Sure, as jokes. Because the day we met, uh, we were very drunk in a nightclub when we met, and oh, yeah, she totally basically totally. just spent all night shouting at me, like about what her favorite things were, and she was like, "Why What's did changed? you ever talk to me again?" And I was like, "Well, you were shouting about like Spyro and Game of Thrones." I was like, "So yeah." They were the right things to talk about. They are the right things to
0: do. You do it. You've done it. You're have got also a winner there, mate. So oh, weird. yeah. You, you've, got, you've got that dream of all the men on the internet, which is, like, you know, a girl that plays video games, and literally works at Sony. <laughs> she literally works at fucking Sony, but <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah. I, I can't think in my head about anything I've been that excited about in a while. And I appreciate when I see people with that, like, you know, Excited and committed to things they enjoy.
1: My favourite thing I've, is like I've grown too old
0: too soon, I think.
1: I mean maybe, but I wasn't too even soon excited soon. about the hero from Dragon Quest coming into the game. I mean, I watched a like a video that Sakurai put out yesterday, um <laughs> announcing like his moveset and stuff. And basically like the gimmick is Isn't he just it's random? He has like one of his moves. Is an instant kill, I've heard. Brings he told up, me yeah, well, two of his moves are instant kills. Oh, cool, that's bad. <laughs> Potential instant kills. Um, so he has, like, a, a like down special, which everyone does in um, Smash Bros, but he pulls up a list of four moves that you can choose from, and okay. this list is four random moves from a pool of, I think, about 16.
0: So he's based, there's basically, like, there is... Hundreds of permutations of what can appear there. Yes,
1: and you in my head. can then just select one of those moves to use. And like a couple of them boost his power, one of them like boosts his speed and jumping ability, a couple of them are like different kinds of um, like sword attacks, a few mm, of them are like power. some elemental attacks, and then you've got one, uh, two moves I've said, which the higher your opponent's damage is, the more likely they are to instantly die. Oh, that's fair. Which, yeah. I'm already losing. Um, <laughs> all my
0: opponents just killed me instantly. Great, yeah, Thank so, so much,
1: right? I'm waiting and for the I'll point remember. when like you just come in fresh and I attempt that move and you die instantly. That's it the thing, because it is possible.
0: I'm not going to download the DLC. I'll wait until it all comes out and then buy it in one go. Maybe, me. yeah. But because that's the thing. Like, I have very rarely have that moment where I'm like, I need to have this round. I think Devil May Cry 5 was the cl- like, most recent one. Mm-hmm. Well, because I'm such a fan of that series, and I heard it was just this return to form, and it's like it's technically flawless. Mm-hmm. And also, I knew there would be spoilers, so I thought I've got to play it, and I played through it in one day.
1: Oh, really? Smash through,
0: smash through the story in one day.
1: Yeah, it's what, what about eight hours so, story, something. Like that. Yeah, just
0: smashed all the way through the story, and then replayed it again <laughs> after I after I couldn't get spoiled. Cause I knew that the same thing would happen with anyone who plays video games, and that is when because obviously you're watching trailers. Yeah, yeah watching videos, you're watching previews, you're looking at, uh, you're looking at um, launch date announcements. Mm-hmm. The day that game comes out, in your recommendations, thanks to the YouTube algorithm, you will have footage of the final boss with a thumbnail spoiling the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. So, and do uh, you know what happened? After I'd finished playing Devil May Cry and I went online mm. onto YouTube to so, like, you know, check stats for the channel, yeah. I got that exact recommendation. Oh, wow. like, oh cool, Virgil's in this game. See, awesome, thanks I guys.
1: mean, now you spoil spoiled that for me. <laughs> You knew you but, could not have gone um, this far without knowing. No, like. they they hinted it in like the first trailer or the second trailer or something when they're showing off Nero. Uh, they basically hint that Virgil's like in it anyway. Yeah, they, so it, the
0: thing is, they spoiled it in the last trailer for the game.
1: Oh uh, unfortunately, that was the last one. The,
0: the final trailer they released like a couple of days before it got released just shows you a, a shot of him just stood there. It was, oh, he's back! <laughs> <laughs> you were so close. And luckily, I didn't watch that one. Which yeah, I would ordered the game. Like, I don't need to see anything else. I know I'm going to buy it.
1: Well, that's what um, I like to now do because marketing cycles for like video game trailers have gotten so spoiler heavy now. That also, there's
0: all the hype cycle it puts me off. Now. Yeah, and like, this is the cynical old man in me coming out. As you now. say,
1: like you go to YouTube, and if you've shown interest in that game, then all of these recommendations come up of YouTubers who just post spoilers and thumbnails and just. All we're like, talking
0: about it in the overly excitable YouTuber voice, just yeah. really great on the important Just say you like something. You don't need this faux enthusiasm. Like if you're enthusiastic for something, it'll shine through in just like you know, just your body language. And yeah, yeah. You can, people can pick up like, subconsciously whether or not you are happy just through your voice. Like if you, you don't need smiling, to
1: shout into a microphone to let people know.
0: Yeah. You do if about your viewers are idiots. I mean, yeah, yeah, or children.
1: So, idiots. <laughs> I mean, children uh, are idiots.
0: Yeah, it's one of the reasons like, I figured we'd talk about, it, obviously we have to, like, all the uh, announcements for Marvel.
1: Oh, right, and yeah, of course, yeah,
0: yeah. I found out after the facts, I went, I wonder if they live stream this. This would be a cool thing to like, you know, watch live stream. Yeah. like Joe, you know they do with, like E3, mm-hmm. and all the big announcements. Like, they don't. No, no. And I'll find afterwards, afterwards. Um, this isn't like you know confirmed, but like in industry insiders, like the prevailing theory is that nobody will buy a ticket if they knew they could just watch it all live online because the lines get longer every year and attendance is dropping because of it. Yeah, you know, it costs so much to get in. People want to see what the next announcement.
1: It's is. crazy that they buy tickets to these things and then have the chance to not get in.
0: Oh, that'd be crazy. I would like... be so pick like can you imagine oh. buying a ticket for... If you bought that TV at Ross Noble and you're queued to get in... Oh, sorry, lads, it's full.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the auditorium's full. You, can, you can't go in. What?
0: Do you, do you, you can go watch, though. You can go watch... Uh, oh, what's the shit? You can, you can go watch Chris Addison. <laughs> he's performing. No one's watching him. It's like, no, I don't want to watch... I pay to go watch Ross He's Noble. in
1: the other you sh- hall down down the, down the road. Yeah.
0: Also, he's he sets half done and <laughs> um, you've got to sit in the back. Yeah. It's like, oh, God...
1: It's crazy. Sorry that you missed out on this crazy Marvel announcement panel, but hey, we've got like, um, you know, an old guy from the like original Captain America uh, TV show on a panel just down there, and you can pay the same amount to go there.
0: Well, it's certainly paying to be advertised to.
1: Yeah, realistically.
0: And what cracks me up is literally the moment those things are announced, they're trending online. Mm-hmm. so I found out every announcement in one go by just going onto Twitter and looking at what's trending and just saw the oh, titles yeah. for every single movie that I've been on oh cool
1: I um, I was I just scrolling through $3, Twitter $3, <laughs> I was so just scrolling through my Twitter feed and just one of them popped up I think it was like um, one of the uh, like middle ones they announced so maybe it was yeah, like Black I'll Widow I was, I,
0: was about I was putting up the list of things I announced we're have you know, yeah. a discussion about it oh yeah yeah As you bring something we're both well, um, interested
1: in and you know what
0: Every podcast, that I'm assuming every podcast in the world that's about like, geek or nerd culture has already talked about it. Still. Oh, yeah, So of let's course. try and you know, at least offer some uh, original observations if we can. So what should I type in to bring this up?
1: Um, Marvel Phase 4 timeline?
0: Yeah, a Marvel Phase 4 timeline. I said
1: we couldn't like, you know,
0: go, go look at the other announcements, but does anybody really care what DC are doing? <laughs> but Marvel Phase 4 is the only thing. Like, people were going to that. To see what Marvel Face War is.
1: Oh well, of course, yeah.
0: All right, so I've got the list up now, I believe, and thankfully it's on a website where it's not a slideshow. Yeah. Where you give me a pop up asking me to sub at my modest to subscribe. So you were close.
1: So Inverse.com. Before we get into this, um oh, you've yeah, no problem. watched every single MCU film, right? All of them in a row, yeah. Uh, not in a row, but I've
0: watched all of them today, yes.
1: Yeah, so you've watched like You've seen Endgame, you've seen five I've seen Endgame, home. yeah.
0: So, the thing is, though, if we're talking about Phase 4, there probably will be a few Endgame spoilers, so make a note of what time this is, Lucas. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, we'll go to that. Also, I can hear the cleaner outside, so I hope he's cleaned my office already. It's if he pops in with over. <laughs> it's an interesting podcast.
1: Might well, just have to take a quick break. Uh, right. Yeah, so probably...
0: Yeah, make a note, just in case, people who are listening, then you can like, put that little thing in when you go, if you like to avoid any spoilers, skip to this timeline. Put a little beepy beep.
1: So yeah, in the description, uh, spoilers from this point, point. and I will put a little um, note in the description of what time the spoilers will end. Yeah, there we go. But
0: thing is, I don't want to talk about spoilers yet because it's just the concept of Comic Con is so hilarious to me because I hate fucking queues. I, I am British, and I'm <laughs> so you know how you know how I'm out of character I Like when I went to Disneyland, mm. I hated queuing. Like, I will pay any amount of money to not queue. Yeah, I mean, reason.
1: like, if you're clever in somewhere like Disney, they obviously have, like, things like Fast Passes where you can plan things out and then avoid queues as much. Uh, but you can't do that at can't. You
0: can't. And I also, as well, I dislike crowds. I don't like big crowds. So I went to Anime Expo recently, mm-hmm. and I was getting... Like, I don't get off, like, social anxiety. And, like, I just don't generally like being bustled around. Yeah, because, yeah. Because I just don't like people in my personal space.
1: No, yeah, totally. Because you know what?
0: A lot of people are sweating as <laughs> smell, and I don't want them in my. Especially at Anime Expo, like, let's be real. I mean, yeah. There, like, there was some serious flop sweat going on I have heard. every time you turn around the car right? The Even worst the people there is. in costume. So mm, like I said, one of my friends who yeah, yeah. does it for a, like, for a living would say, Oh, my ass is just like, it's cake right now. Because oh, there, there is just a mixture of lube and like powder. And the body paint, just all in these like rubber undies. Oh god! So that makes me just think. I feel so sorry for Widowmaker. <laughs> and now people who wear her costume say, "Oh my ass just smells." Yeah. So like, you know what? It's hard work being an assassin. It <laughs> Seriously, is. but yeah, like, we and the thing is, there are a lot of like pop-up comic cons, mm-hmm. and I know for a fact that the word "comic con" is trademarked or copyrighted by somebody. And they will sue the fuck out of you. If you say, say like, um, Sheffield, they did like Sheffield Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. You would get sued the fuck out of if that's not official. So I think the oh, yeah, one in course. Sheffield is official. But the, what they do is they'll have like, Sheffield, like, comic convention. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, geek convention. Yeah, or, like, like, it's, it's always like, convention.
1: Convention. anime con and geek con and game yeah. con. And that, to me,
0: just makes me really sad. Mm hmm. Because one of the, like, uh, like the old, Thing like back in the day, obviously when um, it was seen as an escape for people, yeah, yeah. and comics, I you know, was heavy-handed and ham as They generally were. Mm-hmm. They did espouse, you know, equality and diversity to a degree, and obviously it's got better over the years, but
1: it's it definitely got all as, better than it was, yeah, yeah.
0: But it was always seen as like it's the escape for the outcast, the people who don't generally feel like they're welcome anywhere else. Yeah, of course, yeah. Really, these stories, like these fantastical adventures, about you know a nerdy teenager from Brooklyn becoming like you no know, the hero, of Spider-Man. Yeah. Also, I still can have the escapism of like no, the most powerful man in the universe or whatever. But just seeing that and then seeing like the huge fucking corporation, no, but you can't use this title unless you fucking pay us <laughs> and then they're suing the fuck out of people are using it, it's like, oh man.
1: Yeah, but and I mean as as we said, it's that's, easy that's enough business. to get around. I understand yeah, as you say, it is business, but it is a bit depressing and you know, at the end of the day it's just the name, like
0: oh yeah but it's, it's just hilarious to me that this thing that was seen as like, oh yeah this is the escape so you know, this is the, the place where you can feel safe and so you know to, this is the place where you can come and enjoy your nerdiest habits without anybody judging you because everyone has the same thing but you and know what? Was the like, big give, corporations give, now it's, now it's, will give us a thousand dollars yeah give us a thousand dollars to see this ad 30 days earlier than
1: everybody else oh god yeah and the thing is it's not oh, it's so good. just about that like even, well, well, from what I've heard, because I've not really been to them, even when you're on, like, the floor, it's not really, like, about, you know, celebrating comic books or geekdom. It's just about selling shit, shit to people. Yeah.
0: Buy this, buy my, buy these comic books, buy It's this just,
1: shit. oh, here's, a, like, pop vinyl that's exclusive to this specific comic con, so everyone and wants pop to buy it. Pop vinyl
0: can fuck off. That's why I think the one. If people out there, you want to look like, pop vinyls, I get it. Mm-hmm. If you want to pay ten dollars to get a little collectible thing put on your desk, that's fine. If you are dropping like a hundred dollars on a shitty piece of plastic, like we need to have words because for that money, oh, yeah, yeah, you can go get a Nendoroid, <laughs> which are like pop vinyls made by people who actually give a shit and, and there's a great are
1: incredible of- quality. Yes,
0: there is a great Twitter thing that just says like, they're not sponsors, I just think they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And I've never, I've always wanted to buy one, but I've never found like one that appeals to me. It's one of those things like I want one. Yeah. So I think with pop vinyls, the problem is like having one on a shelf just there, that's fine. I think pop vinyls are like anime figurines. If you've got one on a shelf or a poke like and it's framed, it's nicely displayed, and it's like you no, know, it fits the decor of your house. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It's when you have like four
1: hundred. When you're like me. So if you,
0: have you, have you been to someone's house, though, when they've got them in the box?
1: Oh, that no, I've not. Their house looks like game. Yeah, that's the thing is, like I've got a lot of... But really they don't take them out of the box. Obviously, um, like I've got mine pieced around like my games consoles and on bookshelves with like all my games they're and stuff like that. that. And they're all on display as figurines. They're not in boxes. Um, and, and it reminds just me a lot of um, sitting there going, "Look at all the collectibles that I've got." Yeah, that's all it. Me is. A lot of bean babies. Mm-hmm. So,
0: right, obviously we've discussed it in a video actually. We're going up soon. Um, all right. So, uh, the, the collectors uh, market around that it was basically entirely fueled by speculation, uh, specifically uh, speculation right. by literally one person, who was a woman who wrote a book. That was called, like, oh, collecting beanie babies or some shit. Mm. And what she did is just sent out a newsletter saying, mm. oh, this beanie baby is really going to rock it in value. It'll be worth this much soon, so you should buy it or sell it if you have it. And usually the beanie baby she said was one that she bought and wanted to get rid of. What? Yeah, this is true. You can look this up. I've got it's... an article about it on the Facting website and a video about it. It's, it's really super...
1: bizarre because I, as a kid, like, me and my sisters had a lot of beanie babies and, like, a lot of them... You know, we kept, like, the tags in the little holders and stuff, and it was like, oh, God, yeah. oh yeah, these will be, like, worth something one day. Nope. And obviously, they never were. Well,
0: I'm going to drop some knowledge on you right now, Lucas. Um, with this, like the, the rare exceptions, uh, misprints, mm-hmm. ones that were exclusive to certain things, like, I think, McDonald's ones. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. They had regional ones in certain areas. And there was no such thing as a rare beanie baby. It was entirely fueled by speculation. Like I said, one lady in America basically fueled it all by just sending out a newsletter saying, this Beanie Baby's rare. That's so crazy. And people would buy it. And she, there like, was a quote from her saying, oh, I would just giggle and smile to myself as I sent out a letter saying, this Beanie Baby's worth this much, and watched as on eBay, the price rose to what I said it would be.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And the guy who ran Beanie Babies, I think it's Ty Warner. Yeah, famous, yeah. Which is why it's like T-I, the T Y on, on it, yeah. Beanie yeah. Babies, his little logo. Um, what he would do is he would just give press conferences saying, oh, yeah, um, this Beanie Baby has um, been recalled or this Beanie Baby's rare, while simultaneously ordering hundreds of thousands of them from China.
1: Oh, my God. And then sending them
0: in small doses to various parts of America, like all 50 states.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, obviously, there are only 5,000 or so in your one Walmart. Yeah, so in a yeah. Walmart, 100 miles across the country, there's another 5,000. Mm-hmm. And because obviously this is before the internet and people could realize how prevalent and how popular these things were. You just had to take people's word for it, yeah. Yeah, and when you saw it was sold out of your Walmart, you'd naturally assume, well, it must be sold out everywhere.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then they'd sell them to other people who didn't realize. And and the bubble burst um, in this amazing fashion where um, Time Warner said, oh, I'm going to discontinue. Like every beanie baby currently in circulation is being discontinued. Yeah. And the price didn't raise for any of them.
1: Oh no. And obviously
0: all the people in the know that like lady I just mentioned who mm-hmm. knew oh shit they saw like the jigs up. These things aren't worth so what they did is they sold all their beanie babies off. Yeah. And flooded the market. And the price dropped to below what they were worth brand new
1: and they've never recovered. But <laughs> well, um, a similar thing kinda happened with uh, Nintendo with the amiibo, um yeah. which I have plenty of. And it's happening now it's happening
0: now with Pop Vinyls, where it's, it's a speculative yeah. market. If people tell you something's worth well, money,
1: not so much speculative with Nintendo, it was more um, Nintendo kind of... Because they produced Amiibo in-house, they didn't have, like, much of a production line to be making many at a time, which is why yeah, know, they all Nintendo released in really, batches. And they released in, like... Rather. Yeah, a lot of them, like, um, Marth and Captain Falcon, that they presumed would be less popular. They made less of. And then Nintendo essentially, like, created a dem- demand from the lack of supply...
0: And that's exactly what um, Taiwan did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would intentionally hold back um, deliveries, yeah. or you would deliver like them in massive in bulk to foreign countries, and then only release a small amount in America.
1: Yeah, yeah. What would
0: happen is people would literally fly across to England to Europe, buy Beanie Babies in the airport, and fly back. Wow. And then sell them. See, I, I saw on. plenty
1: of um, people like yeah importing Amiibo because they were sold yeah. out in Europe and things like this, and then it's like. Oh, then when all that craziness went and people were buying, like, you know, hundreds of Amiibo at once just to scalp the people and stuff. And then Nintendo, a year down the line, went, you know what, we're re-releasing a bunch of them. And it's just like, okay.
0: Is there anything better or is there anything more satisfying than the salty tears of just a scalper who's made no money?
1: Did you hear about the guy that wasn't even a scalper that bought a bunch? Yeah,
0: I thought I was hoping you'd mention. Yeah, it. it's the guy who bought Rosalina.
1: <laughs> he bought so, as many as he could physically
0: get. So, Lucas, tell this story to so people because people might not uh, know this. So, story and it's fucking amazing. This so, guy,
1: yeah, is some, a um, legendary penis. Some random guy on the internet, um, basically found out like the Rosalina or Meatball was coming out, and he just spent. I presume, most of his savings on buying hundreds and thousands of these, like, Rosalina Amiibo.
0: And do you want to tell people why he bought them? And why he specifically
1: felt felt compelled to buy them? It wasn't because he wanted to scalp people and sell them on. Nope. It was because he hated Rosalina's character so much he didn't want people to be able to buy it. (laughs) He spent, like, tens of thousands of dollars on Rosalina Amiibo, yeah, so right. less people could have them.
0: And you have to, re- you almost have to respect that on a level of just from she- the sheer pettiness of it. Yeah, he like, had um, just
1: giant boxes full of them and went, you're and not getting them. Yeah, so other people couldn't.
0: I want to buy this thing so other people can't have it. It's like, we're yeah. um, here in China on Valentine's Day. A group of like angry, single, uh, mostly men. It's always yeah. like men who do stuff it's like this. They bought cinema tickets in advance on February 14th, but bought every alternate seat. <laughs> so couples couldn't sit together. It's like, fuck yeah! Oh. So, like, so obviously when couples are booking tickets, they could only book one seat. Yeah. And then they couldn't book the seat next to it in any they cinema. They all
1: just had to sit like with some random salty single man in between. The thing is,
0: no, I don't think they turned up. They just did it to spite couples because they were that angry (laughs) that they couldn't get paid on Valentine's Day. And again, you almost have to respect how petty that is. As
1: much as I think it's just ridiculous and stupid, yeah, I do respect the level of effort people will put in just to spite others.
0: Yeah, because they're that salty that they can't get a debt. And then the thing is, though, they never have that self-introspection moment of maybe a person who will willingly spend money to spite a person in love. <laughs> like maybe there's something about that person or their personality that women find unattractive. They never maybe have that, that moment, did it? That,
1: that that might come into play as the reason that you're single and probably have very little chance with finding anyone. They moment. never
0: they never like come to that realization. It's always no, it's other people's fault. But anyway. Let's talk about Marvel Phase 4. So there's some interesting stuff on here.
1: I mean, yeah, I should oh, probably yeah. change that spoiler warning, shouldn't I? No, it's changed change. It <laughs> so we talked about all stuff. But, yeah, spoiler one is starting from now, because
0: obviously okay, cool. any person we're going to mention might be alive or dead in Endgame. So, blah. And so the first one we've got, it says here, it's May 1st, 2020, we have Black Widow. So, um, okay. Scarlett Johansson, and they gave a bunch of fucking money to come back. Yes. Um, she's not going to be playing a tree. She's going to be playing Black Widow. She's reprising wrong role with Black Widow. Did you hear about that?
1: Uh, when she um, said that she should be able to play any role that she wants. Yeah, because people
0: were saying, is it weird that you were playing an Asian character and they were genuinely going to use CGI to make it look more Asian for ghosts yep. in a shell? And she's like, no, fuck you. I can play anyone I want, even a tree.
1: You know what? I've got to respect it from her perspective. of uh, I should be able to take any role that I want. It's acting... Like she yeah. should be able to go into that role, but when everyone else has was, to us, but you're like a really super famous white woman, why can't you give like an actual Asian actress a chance?
0: Yeah. not to, You well, know, game true. a bit of fame? Because this will get, obviously, it becomes more relevant when we're talking about the MCU, because there are a lot of off-the-wall picks that they probably would not have gotten away with mm-hmm. in phase one. Yeah, yeah. Well, some people thought they got Shang Chi, which like an an Asian-led film.
1: Well, it's like um, an entirely Asian main cast, isn't it?
0: Yeah, they would not have got that off the ground if they didn't have twenty-two movies building this solid-ass base of every single one of these movies makes at least seven hundred million dollars and gets like seventy-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's things like um, when they cast uh, Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin, and a lot of people were annoyed at that, and obviously now we know that. We'll talk about, like so coming around about and stuff, but yeah.
0: so this is what we know so far um, the release of Phase 4 it'll be uh, Black Widow directed so, by Kane Shortland it's so a female director nice one
1: yeah Black all Widow great. cool uh, should have happened a long time ago it should um, have
0: this probably going to be, be Scout Johansson's last run uh, I guess.
1: yeah yeah because I've, obviously I want after Endgame a, um, Hawkeye 1 so I believe this is set after Infinity War before Endgame uh,
0: let's have a look
1: that's what, he what here uh, that's what I've seen them talk about since.
0: Oh, is it what she did? Okay. I just know it's a prequel of something. Basically, it's in the past because, spoilers, Natasha is dead. Yes. All we know about it is that the film will star, and I called this one. I didn't call it, but I did predict it or say it's like, a good thing. David Harbour. Oh, yeah, David yeah. David Harbour from um, um, Strange Things, where I said put him in a Marvel movie. The guy deserves it, because Hellboy fucking died for the box office. He died on his ass.
1: Yeah. So it's nice to see David Harbour
0: like and some cool shit.
1: I was excited for Hellboy, because I really like the original uh, by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, I love the lore
0: around it as well. Yeah. I knew um... that he is a Nazi super weapon, He went, no, what? Fuck Nazis. <laughs> and he snapped his own horns off and started punching them to death.
1: Yeah. Um, I it, know. It'll be cool. Um, I, I enjoyed David Harbour in uh, Stranger Things. Except Apparently, yeah, that Hellboy was not good, so I didn't go to see it. I, I wanted to, and then all the reviews weren't just like, it's okay. They were like, it's bad.
0: Yeah, the one that got me is um, a tweet from someone I follow just saying, I don't think this Hellboy movie is doing all right, guys. And he was in the cinema on the day it was released, and it's just a selfie, and the entire cinema is empty, oh, except Lord. for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Obviously, Chinese people bought all the seats. <laughs> you know, they might have thought it was a romantic movie, but yeah we've got this one. And oddly enough, for some reason, um, inverse don't seem to know they're put here. No one knows what the story is. Even though we know the main bad guy is Taskmaster, Tony Masters.
1: Um Is it confirmed that he's a main villain or is it just confirmed that he's in the film?
0: He's gonna be the villain because Taskmaster is too cool to waste on a one on one scene. Like, Tony Masters needs to do. We oh, no, talk but about I would be... Tasmaster's awesome. great.
1: I would just be wondering whether he's, like, more of, like, an anti-hero role in it or what? what? Do you know what?
0: I hope they set him up for his own series because he's fucking awesome. Because people don't know why I love Taskmaster so much because he has potentially the coolest, most interesting original idea for a power That oh, yeah. in terms of how it can be realised on the big screen. Mm-hmm. His ability is, like, right, photo... Is it photo reflexes? Or something I like? don't know, like about, the oh, oh, actual okay. name, but um, oh, yeah, because it's a word, obviously, it's a comic word they made up. So, in
1: layman's uh, terms, it is whenever he sees something performed, he can then perform it.
0: Yeah, but I want to get the exact thing because the word they use to describe it is fucking off. reject advertising uh, cookies. Fuck off. Just
1: um, as a little update, it's not set between Infinity War and Game; it's set between Civil War and Infinity War.
0: Ah, okay. I knew it was like set behind. Here we go. It's um, photographic reflexes. Oh, okay. So similar to it. So basically it's a play on like photographic memory where you can see something and instantly recall it. He, you can do that reflexively. And the reason I think this power can be realized on the big screen so amazingly is because he can copy anything he sees first time perfectly. Yep. And there are loads of cool things in the comics talking about how he uses this power to hold his own against people with literal superpowers. Because he, because he knows all their moves, he can predict what they're going to do.
1: Yeah, of course, yeah, so, yeah. Like, in a fight
0: with Captain America, he can fight Captain America to a standstill. Even mm-hmm. though Captain America is like the literal peak of human um, potential. Because he knows exactly what he's going to do.
1: Which is just a, insane. And um, yeah. I'd really and love what, to... And you talk about
0: the best thing he does, though. Oh, go on. Because even though he hasn't got superpowers, he realises that you can get superpowers by watching Bruce Lee movies and fast-forwarding through them. <laughs> and he uses that ability to, obviously, he then copies the moves in fast motion yeah, yeah. to do them super fast. So he can do, like, super fast kung fu moves. <laughs> Even though That's he can't handle it.
1: And it,
0: it, it no, knowing that, don't you think they can do some amazing shit with that in a fight scene?
1: Well, what I was going to say is I would love to see the Black Widow movie incorporate Hawkeye as well. And have him picking up Black Widow and Hawkeye's fighting style and abilities. He should
0: because in the uh, the comics, he ends up basically an amalgamation of every fighting style in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, all the best ones. So he can like, you can fire bows as good as Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. he can fight as good as Captain America. He gets himself like a makeshift web swinger, so he can
1: swing like Spider Man.
0: Yeah. And he basically becomes the ultimate villain because nobody can fuck with him. <laughs> and he uses his powers to become a mercenary. Yeah,
1: because um. I don't know too much about him other than what I've seen in games, but like in a Marvel vs. Capcom three, for example, he's like there with like I just say the web shooter, the bow and arrow, this like a sword and shield, yeah, he and he can like, just like uh, fight like every single character in any way that he wants.
0: And you the best, bit is you're the only person he doesn't like fighting.
1: Go on. He says he, he says he
0: can fight anyone to a stand. It doesn't matter how super, much many superpowers you've got. Is it Spider-Man? Is, nope. It's Deadpool oh because right okay. because deadpool is so erratic he can't predict his movements and
1: also Deadpool's deadpool can dead. like break the fourth wall to attack him whereas he uh, presume, couldn't do the same back
0: be- yeah because deadpool is insane mm-hmm. his movements can't be predicted by <laughs> right by okay reflexes. except for and this is one of my favorite stupid little tidbits about heroes that i'll never get into an article or a video so i'll mention it here and that is that deadpool always or generally dodges to the left all right, that's the that's the only thing that Taskmaster See, that picks up only like, like fa-
1: part yeah. of his fighting style that's actually predictable. Yeah, that he sometimes dodges
0: to the left, but like he, can he can also teleport. Like, yeah, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. Oh that. I love that. I don't I love the teleportation love. belt. Yeah, bring that into the MCU. I
1: um, I I do find it weird though. Like, surely, well, surely, him and Spider-Man's a very like just already decided fight because they can both. Like, Taskmaster can predict what Spider-Man's going to do, but Spider-Man can, like, use his yeah. Spider-Sense to predict you know everything know that Taskmaster's Oh, yeah. So,
0: depending exactly. on who's, like, who they want to win, their powers yeah. will win out. But I fucking love, as well, his name, Tony Masters. <laughs> He's a fucking awesome. But I just need to see just a shot, like, a training montage of him getting his ass walked by Black Widow. And he's literally watching, like, the Karate Kid in fast motion. <laughs> like, he's fast-forwarding through the Karate Kid. And I want to see his montage in speed like, sped up as it goes.
1: I just really want to see, like, them start a fight with Black Widow, get his ass kicked, and then just start using her, like, haricuranas on him. On her, yeah. I mean.
0: Just, the only oh, problem is, done. though, his um, costume from League's artwork isn't great
1: no he's got like a it's, ski mask going on yeah. it's yeah. because
0: taskmaster in the comics wears a skull mask he mm-hmm. looks fucking awesome he has a skull mask and a hood and then he uses an energy shield to let him do what captain america does
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's all but the theory that seems to be going around is that at some point in the movie they'll kick him in the face
1: oh okay. shatter
0: it to look like a skull and yeah. he'll like it and he'll keep that look so i'm hoping for that something like that uh, the next one we've got in fall 2020 is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. And I like the idea, someone said, where they should just call it Captain America and Captain America. <laughs> because they've both been Captain America yeah. in the comics. Because they get over no, at
1: this point. Is that one a movie as well? That's um, a TV show. Yeah, because we were we should differentiate. Some of these are movies and some of these are TV shows. Yeah that are exclusive to the Disney Plus streaming service coming out. Which is obviously
0: going to just kill Netflix when it comes out.
1: Oh yeah, I'm totally swapping <laughs> subscriptions. That's immediately the same here. Yep. Every that's MCU it.
0: movie, when it comes out, like, fuck yeah. Every single MCU
1: and Disney film, I'm sold.
0: So what we know about this is, uh, it doesn't have a definitive release date, uh, but it picks up from the end of Endgame. Mm-hmm. So that will be the Falcon will have the shield. So it'll probably be him like you know, living up to the mantle of Captain America. So people are kind of
1: assuming win. that it will be him, yeah, becoming Captain America over the show.
0: And training, obviously, the Winter Soldier, yep. who will be his
1: friend. Who is and essentially helping, uh, as good as Captain America.
0: Basically, yeah, because he's got superpowers as well. And mm-hmm. um, it's said here that Zemo, so Baron Zemo, will return as the main villain.
1: And apparently they are making him more like Baron Zemo in the comic, with like the, the purple mask and everything like that. Yep, so They're going full Zemo.
0: Hell, hell yeah. Again, something they couldn't do if they hadn't laid the framework of 22 movies where they've earned the trust to say, exactly. trust us, we're going to bring back this guy from the old movie who wasn't that threatening and make him awesome.
1: And that thing is, we're now at that point where, you know, things like Guardians of the Galaxy were a bit of a risk and it obviously paid off massively. Immediately, yeah. And now that's just Disney going, <laughs> if we commit hard enough and embrace the silliness... We can have, like, Baron Zemo and Taskmaster and Shang-Chi yeah. and Eternal and all this, and it can just be absolute ridiculous comic book levels and people will embrace it. Do
0: you know what it comes down to? It comes down to just giving the source material respect. Is it? We've talked about this before, uh, mm-hmm. the difference between DC and... The Foxverse and the X-Men movies, why they tend to not do very well yep. compared to Marvel. That Marvel treats its source material, its intellectual property, serious and gives mm-hmm. it like, no, the gravity and the respect that it deserves because of like, you've got its decades of history on the pages. And the example I always use for that is the very first X-Men movie. You're going to see the uniforms. Three, yeah, they give him just a generic leather black suit that doesn't have any real finesse yeah. flash to it and it doesn't invoke the comics in any way the, the Everybody... like
1: bright yellow and black latex outfit that he's known for just yeah, completely then you, abandoned
0: Then you get cyclops just sneer basically to camera what do you expect yellow spandex yeah he goes, well yeah
1: because yeah we do it, this it's Wolverine. fucking mulvery yeah but i the funny thing is without you even mentioning it that was the first thing that popped yeah. into my head because you know I, exactly what it is. Because yeah. it
0: just shows that the movie studio itself, like the people putting the movie out, even though they own the property, like, even though like, they've got the rights to it, and they can make that, they don't think, or they don't think that audiences will take it seriously. And they won't yeah, yeah. if you treat it seriously. And it's like so um,
1: the the Sam Raimi trilogy, things like the like the Green Goblin and the Hobgoblin, and um,
0: lean into the camp. It, it was it's silly, so lean into it. Get an actor, scene. Like, you, like, chew the it, fucking you know,
1: in the first. Um, Green Goblin, it was, like, a big ridiculous... And, yeah, it was, like, a metal almond suit. But it was still a big green campy Green Goblin throwing yep. pumpkin bonds and flying around a the glider. And then in, like, Spider-Man 3, it's just, like, Harry with, like, a bit of metal on him.
0: And they give him the, uh, the surfboard. Yeah. And then you've got in Amazing Spider-Man 2 when they just say, oh, no, it's just a guy with, like, a weird melting face. Yeah. <laughs> and it just shows, like, if you don't treat... If you don't think... If like audiences can pick up on the fact that you don't think this thing is, or you think this thing is silly, and you're trying to hide it from us, mm-hmm. they'll pick they'll pick up on that. Like I said that moment in X Men it's like, "Oh, watch you spend yellow spandex." Well, you could do that. Look at every costume they've ever done. They the gave MCU.
1: Mysterio a fishbowl helmet and made it Grand work.
0: Works. Yeah, because it because if you treat it and you say, "Okay, this is the universe we're building," mm-hmm. and you have faith in that universe, and you and you obviously know, so you do the groundwork and you put the money in the time, and you hire writers who understand and like the characters, yep. you will get good movies. Or you can just get, um, you know, middle of the road, just dish water. <laughs> that gets like, of you know, solid five, sixes out of tens. That That's the worst thing anymore. about
1: most of those, like, Fox X-Men movies. It's, it's not, yeah, it's not, just, not really bad. It's just they're like, just okay. boring. They're just nothing.
0: And they don't invoke the feeling of comic books.
1: No, and that um, that thing is, like, you're trying to create a movie based on something that's been successful for like what fifty years more. Yeah. Why do you not copy the thing that's been successful for fifty years or more? Well, that's
0: what a lot of people ask. With X Men Three, when they tried to do the Phoenix Saga, yeah, and then they did the Phoenix Saga again and fucked it up again. <laughs> why don't you just follow the comic books? Yeah. Just why do don't you do what the, just do do do. Like, you've, what you've the great storyline already has? You've literally got all you need to do is just follow the story that is already written. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get a winner so, and I think Honest Trailers made a joke about it in Honest Trailer for like X-Men 3 it's yeah. a story that's like you know so immediately um, just, just uh, arresting and appealing to an audience that even the fucking cartoons did it justice yeah yeah like, the cartoons did, the show, like, did that story like justice and, and the cartoons essentially
1: of- took it page for page
0: yeah and you know what those cartoons still stand up yes they're awesome also you get like growly wolverine (laughs) you get blue-haired growly wolverine
1: the thing is you literally have been given a cheat sheet of how to do it right and then you just throw it away
0: that's what always baffled me about like the x-men movies and then the fantastic four ones Mm. all you have to do is just copy what's written on the page (laughs) you don't even need to write scripts you've got your script written you've got Decades of storylines here. It's like where um, in the Superman, the DCU, mm-hmm. where they decide to blow their load and do three of the biggest storylines oh, they've yeah. ever done in one film. So we did Death of Superman and uh, Flashpoint, where it was, I don't know even the minutes. but they did three big storylines in one. Well,
1: they, yeah, they so they crammed like um, Doomsday. They crammed like the Dark Knight um, Returns with like the yeah. the BVS fight and all oh, that. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so you've went, yeah, from Wonder Woman percent. into it all, Cram yeah. Lex Luthor into it all, yeah. It was... A decade of
0: potential storylines. You could have had, you know, you could have had, like, your 22 movies out of this mm-hmm. from one one of these storylines <laughs> and adapted another one.
1: But you know what? We've got to catch up to Marvel, so put so it all in, all, in one. all in one go. We were at um, Justice you know League, like, with into no settle. Three, <laughs> three movies in Justice League.
0: Yeah. Well, the way I put it is, I imagine if the, like, the second, no, the third movie in the MCU was just Civil
1: War. Yeah, basically.
0: And the, th- the previous two movies try to set up every character appears in it. Anyway, the next one we've got, cause I don't think there's much to say about Captain America, like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, other than I hope we get more of their banter.
1: Oh yeah, because uh, they've already got a very cool character dynamic in the films anyway. I'm just excited to see more Yeah, I love that I was like,
0: love that, obviously, it's the old friend, not getting on with the new friend. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously it's the old friend that you knew from college, Meeting your new work friend,
1: yeah, and they can't
0: really deal with the fact they're not friends anymore. And then,
1: but at least by the end of it, like they might not get on, but they have like a mutual respect for each other.
0: Oh, that's what's going to. But I want more of that moment because I reference this as much as I can in videos. It's that moment where Captain America kisses Peggy Carter's daughter, whatever the fuck it is. Oh god! And he looks back to the car and just sees Sam Wilson and the Winter Soldier just like going yeah. (laughs) Their eyes, they nod really slowly. He's like, oh come on, guys. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I want more of that. Oh, no, anyway, I, like, I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be. You know what? It's gonna be a fun show because I love um, uh, Anthony Mackie. I love Sebastian Stan. Yeah, Anthony the thing Mackie is is a really good actor.
1: Both of them have made the like Captain America trilogy very fun films to watch. So Please, I'm excited you? to see more of them because they kind of got a bit like sidetracked by this point of Infinity War.
0: The thing is, though, as well, Anthony Mackie has got a really. He's just so charismatic. It's oh, a yeah. Video I want people to go watch as soon as they finish listening to this. And it's um, everything Anthony Mackie does in a day. And it's one of those videos, like, uh, you've probably seen them trending or recommended on YouTube. I've though,
1: seen right? one with, Have like, you? The Rock, yeah. Yeah, we ask a
0: celebrity, tell us what you do in a day. Anthony Mackie is he's fucking hilarious. Where he says, oh, what do you do when you wake up? He well, the first thing I do when I wake up. And he describes, like, this shower that he built for himself <laughs> has, like, 16 different nozzles. And he puts like all these foams and steams into it. He's like, he ba- basically enters a parallel dimension <laughs> that's comprised of nothing but hot steam and like you know just sexual energy.
1: Yeah.
0: And then he's just like talking. Oh yeah. And the first thing you got to do when you leave the bathroom is you have got to powder your man. It's actually dick. And then <laughs> you, like the camera zooms in these face and always, powder your man. <laughs> and just he it just, just soak up. And then he ends it by saying, oh yeah. Then I go to bed and I've got one of those like orthopedic beds that oh, sits yeah. up so I can watch TV. He said, "If you think that's for old people, you're not living. <laughs> Dope. Trust me. When I'm watching Golden Girls at night, yeah, watches Golden Girls before he goes to bed." And he said, "Oh, I also sleep naked. So I got nice sheets. I want to feel them on my sack. sack. me." And he, I just like I found myself being like, "This is a really cool dude.
1: Yeah, he just really
0: genuinely exudes this really like just this energy that's infectious, and I want to see more in. And I'm glad that he gets to. Sh- I hope he gets to show that off in the show. Yeah, yeah. similar where we got um, Chris Hemsworth." He got to show off his um, his improvisational comedic ability.
1: In uh, Ragnarok. In Ragnarok, yeah. yeah.
0: After saying all have being a comedian, and then they put
1: me Ghostbusters. And then. Um, <laughs> it, like, it almost yeah. killed his comedy career. It, it nearly did. And then from that point on, that is now like. Thor, is, Thor is, is a yeah. funny character now. Exactly. So we got that. So let's
0: move on. And November 6th, which we have, we have a date for Winter Soldier, but I'm assuming he's going in date order. We do have a date for The Eternals. Uh, I don't know much about The Eternals, but I did know all the rumours about casting. So we'll go through the cast first, and we'll discuss what the rumoured cast list was. Because this is one of those films where, we've talked about it before in videos, that um, all the biggest names in Hollywood want to be in MCU movies, because they know I will get a massive fucking payday, it will boost my career, because obviously they're so visible, Mm -hmm. and I'll potentially get another three movies out of it. Yeah. So every actor in the world is trying to get into the MCU right now.
1: And you know uh, what? This is, this you can tell a... that Disney like threw all of the money at the wall to get this cast list. Yeah,
0: and what they do, what Disney well, can say, they can pick and choose what they want. So the, um, the epic ensemble cast, to quote in verse, that we have is Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden of um, bodyguard fame, and Game of Thrones. We have, I, I always pronounce this guy's name bad, so it's Kumail. Nanjiani, I'm hoping getting that correctly. Lauren Ridoff, Brian Tree Henry, Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. The, oh my God, Tix McGee in the film. <laughs> and Liam McHugh, and a South Korean superstar Don Lee. So I'm assuming he's, a, he's big in Korea. He I've well, heard um, so, yeah. Since the cast has been announced. and yeah. TV over that, uh, they're set to save the Earth, uh, save the Earth from their evil counterparts, the Deviants. So, well, fun fact. Will um, they be like the same actor in makeup or will they be an entirely actor? No, the no. Same so,
1: the deviants, I believe, are like um, Eternals as well that have like a deviant gene. And one of the deviants is Thanos. Oh, yeah,
0: I know this. I know like, Thanos. Um, he's like a mutant of his race, isn't he? So,
1: that's what the deviant is, I believe. So, basically, it's
0: Thanos again.
1: Um, mm. But it's a bunch of Eternals, I think, fighting a bunch of deviants. So it's, like, not just one Thanos, it's multiple.
0: Yeah, so look forward to just this giant CGI clusterfuck that's got <laughs> Angelina Jolie in it. And really I believe
1: Angela. that the, the Eternals are, like, a step down from the Celestials who, like, create... Yeah, um they
0: are some of the most powerful beings in the universe. Yeah. not the most powerful beings. They can,
1: like, adjust reality and stuff. And um, there's a lot of crazy things that I've had to look into because yeah. I don't think even, like, a lot of like, even like comic book fans are not too even, big even, on like yeah, eternal comic knowledge.
0: Comic book fans don't. This is we're straying into some weird territory. But yeah, and I'm not yeah, like done it the most. They earn the right.
1: They have, they have. That's thing is, yeah. I know a like a half decent amount of comic book stuff, but no one here as much as a lot of people. Mm, and yeah, so, I know well, not list, really. But yeah, that's thing is. Angelina oh, Jolie. we've got. A film that no mainstream people will have ever heard of. So you know what? Let's just get that, yeah.
0: everyone in. And so, so we can now talk about the rumoured cast list. Because as like I said, it's one of those films that Marvel's been working on for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those that have been quietly shopping around. The big one I saw was Angelina Jolie. Some of the no. rumoured ones were Keanu Reeves. Oh, right, yeah. Keanu Reeves was um, apparently rumoured for it. Millie Bobby Brown
1: from okay yeah. Things.
0: Um, I think a couple of actors some strange things were rumoured to be in the MCU, but uh, like, uh, Keanu Reeves rumoured, Um I think, oh god, who else was there now? There were fucking loads. Basically, yeah, because if you think of a big name actor in Hollywood, they were rumoured to be in this movie.
1: There's like a, a like child actor playing, I think like a kind of pixie-ish kind of eternal, It's yeah, meant to be like Bond, a smaller right? eternal, and yeah, that was rumoured as well, that one.
0: Oh, that is so funny. Like, this is the one. Like, Angelina Jolie's like, yes, this is the thing. I mean, <laughs> Lara Croft and whoever the fuck is in this movie.
1: Oh, it's going to be amazing. You
0: no, know, it's going to be hilarious.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: like I said, one of my favourite parts of Thor Ragnarok is to seeing Kate Blanchett just just strip a pole, killing everybody, <laughs> while throwing knives from her wrists. You know what? Fair This giant like antler head thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Because you know what? You know she was fucking loving it.
1: That's another one as well. That's another piece of her, like. Um, what? Not even uniform, but like costume that I never thought they'd be able to get away with. That giant, massive hella like yeah. antler head,
0: and they pull it off because and they pull it off. It grows throughout the movie, which is cool me, probably, actually, and I thought it hilarious as she gains <laughs> more power, her helmet it grows yeah. because obviously it symbolizes like you know a connection to Asgard. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the next movie we've got is as Bruce mentioned, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And mm-hmm. um, so this is destined Daniel Cretton. We'll make history as he introduces the first, uh, the MCU's first Asian superhero. Well, that's a bit um, mean, isn't it? Wow. Like, and we've already got Scarlett Hansen. <laughs> Scarlett Hansen can play anybody. I was like, where answer. are you going with this, Carl? <laughs> in a story that should take place in the present day, um, it will leave Shang-Chi for the modern era as the Kung Fu spy confronts the Mandarin, the famed terrorist who may or may not be his father. So, this is where they basically run it back and say, no, no, no.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, so um, all, like, the Mandarin
0: was there all along.
1: Mandarin was like in Iron Man three, but then it turned out to be just somebody using the name Mandarin. Um, there is,
0: people don't really know about this, or they do if they're like big fans of MCU. But for casual fans, there was a short film. I think it's like All Hail the King.
1: All Hail the King, yeah. Which is establishes
0: that the real Mandarin with his magic rings is out there, and he hired.
1: Yeah, so there was a few little um, videos of, like, Trevor doing, like, a video documentary from, like, prison and stuff, mm-hmm. and then the last one, basically, somebody uh, comes in to interview him, and basically, like, I think, threatens him or kills him or something, and says, like, you shouldn't have used his name.
0: Yeah, so he says, the Mandarin is real, and it's just taken them almost eight years to bring it back, you know what they've <laughs> had a lot of shit to do. This, but uh, yeah, like I'm that's the, the thing is, this one.
1: Marvel know what they're doing and they know that that's a strong storyline that they can sit on because they've got twenty other good storylines going on.
0: You don't have to blow your load in one go. To exactly, see the DCU to see <laughs> how But I am looking forward though to some fucking kung fu. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to some like seventies and eighties, like Bruce
1: Lee inspired. I don't know if you've kung kung got fu it, up, but like, have you looked Have they announced like the director for that one?
0: Uh, it says here, destined Daniel Cretton.
1: Oh, right, okay. Um, and so what is he directed? If we haven't put it I'm interested to know if it's like um, he's got like a a kind of kung fu. Oh no, I think he's the actor. Sorry. Kind of back.
0: No, no, he's the director and producer. So that's how oh, Okay. Um, so he is he's, he's, yeah, he's directing Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, June mm-hmm. 2021. Um, uh, nothing's really. Jumping out to me, they'd
1: be I'd recognise. Yeah, because I'd like to know what his back catalogue is, because if it was, like, a bunch of cool kung fu movies, I'd really like to see, like, that kind of be. take in the MCU, because, obviously, they ape a lot of different genres, don't they? So, like, uh, Winter Soldier's, like, a classic spy movie, like, Ant-Man no. is meant to be, like, a heist movie. I'd really like to see, like, a classic kung fu movie brought into the MCU. It doesn't
0: appear to be, It doesn't appear to be, like, a oh, action that's director, a, but... Oh, well. We're going to have some cool Kung Fu shit. How oh, do yeah. you possibly have a character with no superpowers? Because I don't think he has superpowers to Shang-Chi. He's just a martial artist.
1: I don't know about Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, but you to know what, Carl, He doesn't have
0: any superpowers.
1: They also did have this guy called Iron Fist, who didn't know how to fight <laughs> in his own TV show. So we'll yeah. see.
0: I love, though, that he literally only has one Iron Fist because they <laughs> couldn't afford the CGI budget for two. Oh, God. <laughs> he's called Iron Fist, and he literally just has one big fist. It been, I would have honestly preferred if instead of a shitty CGI, he's wore one whole glove. <laughs> big, big yeah, yeah. Green, I would honestly prefer if you just wear that throughout the entire fucking movie or it's the just entire so TV
1: because like Daredevil literally is a better fighter than him in his, the, in I the TV series as well
0: the choreography in Daredevil is it's up there with movies
1: oh it's so much better than Iron and, Fist and they knew how good it
0: was because in every season they tried to one up the corridor fight
1: yeah yeah the and they did it fight, as
0: well yeah the first fight scene obviously is a very direct obvious homage to old boy which has this famous yeah, yeah. corridor fight reminiscent of just like a fucking beats? It's like he's, he's basically the guy's fighting the Tekken force with a <laughs> yeah. sledgehammer or with a little claw hammer, mm. and they put a very direct, uh, you know, homage to it in Dead Old Season One. They knew how good that was, so in Season Two, oh sorry, Season One of Dead or they do it. In Season Two, they do it again and make it longer, mm-hmm. and then in Season Three, they have a literal ten and a half minute fight scene through a prison in oh, one yeah. unbroken shot with like 200 extras yeah it's just insane it's almost unbelievable and mm-hmm. I, mean, I hope to god that we see something similar in like Shang-Chi and I hope they don't do what they did with Iron Fist or what they generally do with action movies um, especially the MCU where they cut the fight scenes Because have you ever seen like The Winter Soldier
1: yeah. the yeah, the scene
0: stuff where it's uh, Chris Evans and Sebastian Stan mm. basically knew how to do that fight scene Oh, real really? real time, in as fast as it appears in the movie, but they kept editing around it.
1: Oh, that's so you know, make it
0: look more dynamic. Yeah, yeah. And the behind-the-scenes footage looks better
1: because oh, obviously no. you
0: can see every move they do. Like you know that knife flip that the Winter Soldier does. Yeah, yeah. Sebastian Stan actually did that for real.
1: Oh no! That and it looks so, so cool to see yeah. in one shot.
0: No, but so let's hope, eh? If they're going back, to like you know, uh, if they're obviously going to be inspired by the 1970s era, like you know those. Um, like kung fu movies from that era, mm-hmm. they have to like, obviously pay homage to it and do like some one shot static yeah. fight scene showing of course cool That's what Bruce Lee is, what Jackie Chan is, what all those movies. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. Which is spring of 2021, and there that is, WandaVision, is one
1: uh, division. Not one division.
0: No, it's one. <laughs> it's, the, it's when One Direction all just join together when they reform in like ten years' time. Oh, really? You know? And this is the second MCU series, and we don't know much about this except for the fact that it's set in the fifties.
1: Yeah, it's really weird. Like I don't. So it's
0: apparently it's like an alternate dimension thing. You know when they're like dimension hopped in Endgame. Oh
1: uh, right, okay, yeah. A lot of
0: the stories that are going to be told are split off from that. 'Cause obviously
1: the Loki uh, one as well.
0: Yeah, so obviously Vision is dead. Yeah. So come back. And it's a nineteen fifties like the aesthetic is like it's set somewhere around there because it's obviously WandaVision Vision. Yeah. yeah. You get like old fashioned TV shows and it's and, like, like um, Vision. And then you've got know, those big bulky round TVs that you get far four out four.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I love so, the um the logo for this. It looks very cool. And yeah, I really like is. the kind of like fifties aesthetic so I'm mm. excited to see what they do with it.
0: So I'm, I'm guessing that's what it's said, but we don't know anything about it other than the fact that it's um, based on an adaptation of something, a book series, Vision, by Tom King, mm-hmm. which I've heard is good. I've not read it, but I know that, obviously, from uh, just osmosis, it's generally one of the better Vision stories out there. Yeah, and yeah. Obviously, they, of course, they've got Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany reprising their roles. This is fucking Marvel. They've got that paper. Oh, yeah, yeah. They can make anybody reprise their role. They don't give a fuck. I don't know, it takes place after mm-hmm. Endgame.
1: Yeah. But could it be, like, in a no, but separate universe? Yeah. yeah, so you yeah, know yeah. what? It could be in the 50s. We don't fucking
0: know. And we're going to move on to the next one. Before we do that, I'm going to take a quick bathroom break and get another drink. Right, so we are back. I to are? the bathroom, my bladder is empty, and I've <laughs> now gone to my little mini-fridge that's in my office. My life is great. I've got myself a cider. Shall oh, like yeah. open with that clack try and get that nice Oh I
1: love that. So I've already poured mine, but uh, I've oh, got a okay. <laughs> uh, bit of like uh, rum and water rum and sparkling water with me. <laughs> I thought you said rum and water then, what do you mean? <laughs> rum and sparkling <laughs> water, a... apple and raspberry, as always. But
0: yeah, it's uh there's a couple of videos coming up, I think, where I open a bottle of beer. Like, we did a um, a focus about uh, Fast and Furious. Oh right, okay. Where well, obviously we drunk Corona and you know, mm-hmm. walks but you gotta do it, Paul oh yeah and i opened the bottle so aggressively the bottle cat flies like into the air and it, i think it broke the sound barrier you know I mean? <laughs> but we're moving on now to talk about the next in the lineup of baseball and that is the loki tv show which is also on disney plus and the first thing i'm noticing that is that graphic design is loki's passion because so i'm looking oh, at this logo no. and every thing is being ignored but the marvel studios logo i love it it's clean it's crisp it's mm-hmm. immediately recognizable it stands out on any background and then you've got the low key and it's just it looks like it's cobbled together from bits part
1: yeah it's just awful and like the internet reaction immediately was like oh god what's that oh no just graphic display is, is that one it's a frog in it it's just that that rule of like don't use too many fonts put into a logo.
0: <laughs> but I think that is very low-key. That is low-key very low-key.
1: I mean, you know, it's, it's, you it's know, all it's, crazy it's, and madness. And,
0: and it is representative yeah. of the things. I don't actually didn't know the synopsis for this one. I mean, the description here, it's obviously Tom Hiddleston coming back. That fucking Disney money, yeah. <laughs> reprising just, his role as low-key. Every single a,
1: person is back. According is. to this,
0: he's going on a Dimension hopping adventure thanks to his possession of the space stone. Yep. Which I think was probably one of my just favourite little moments of that film. Oh, just like. just sees the space stone, bends over and <laughs> it up and just looks around and goes, well, fuck this there, I'm
1: out. <laughs> I'm out. Just. So throw. you know what? That universe is fucked, so
0: the space stone is gone now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, to be no, fair, th- my... it's not fucked because the- Thanos could never get it.
0: Hmm. But my other favourite thing about that um, movie is just. The little thing that establishes that the Hulk hates stairs.
1: Mm-hmm. Just
0: <laughs> the idea of the Hulk hates stairs. Why did not you jump out the window?
1: Why didn't he just jump down the middle?
0: Yeah, because he can, can't he? Right.
1: It's the Hulk. Yeah. Like,
0: the Hulk doesn't hurt
1: himself when he falls. He jumps Maybe off he hit, the all the time. If he hit, like, the banister on the way down, the banister would get hurt, not Hulk. Yeah, I just
0: don't care why he doesn't jump out the hole in the window.
1: Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's besides the point. But so it says, was worth it for that moment. <laughs>
0: it was, yeah. Just Hulk hates stairs. But it says here... <laughs> He'll um, reprise his role. He's going to be hopping dimensions, and this is something I didn't know. But I'm hoping that it's going to be a thing. So this sounds to me like uh, what's the word for it now? Where people just make shit up, speculation. Oh right, yeah. So they expect Loki to make bizarre cameos in subsequent Marvel movies as a tie into the TV show. I guess so. That would be so really cool. Got, cool. That could be the new Stanley thing, so they're not Stanley anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm presuming from now on it'll be stuff like they're doing the TV shows. They have, like, a picture of him in the background.
1: Yeah. Of course. Or they have,
0: like, his name on a board somewhere. But I would be well on board for those low-key cameos in every movie going forward where he's just in the background. Yeah. Like they just walk past him and they recognise him in the street and he just teleports away. And they go, what the hell was that?
1: Yeah. Or, well, you know, there's a, there's a chance that we get to see um an, an extra version of when... The Thor Two scene, probably the best scene in Thor Two, because it's not the oh, best. Where well, be- he just becomes, Captain, he just becomes America. Captain America and That's all so the cool. other characters. If we've, we've got another like shot, Chris Evans back to do that.
0: <laughs> like Chris Evans, they called him up and asked him if he wanted to do it. And he said yes, and he took a day off and flew down to do it because he loved being Captain America that much. <laughs> so, right, I think technically his uh, his entire contract was over for Endgame. It ran out for Infinity War.
1: Or uh, because said, he appeared in Thor Two.
0: Yeah, no, no, it just ran out. They only had to oh, right, go okay. they didn't plan to split his it. two movies originally, and mm. his contract did run out after Infinity War. He said, I'll do one more because I can't allow in like the Castle America.
1: I mean, oh, can Seven. you imagine being in Chris Evans' position and you filmed Infinity War and then gone, nah, you know what? Yeah, okay. Let's not turn up for endgame.
0: Isn't Chris Hemsworth, he's signed on for like another three?
1: Something stupid, he's, yeah. He
0: fucking loves... He loves, like, working with Tiger Wattie. He loves like, doing comedy. I think so it's probably,
1: it. like, as soon as the Ragnarok happened, that yeah. that's what changed his mind, I think. Yeah, he's
0: one of the few who signed on to do a couple more because he loves doing it. But, yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to his TV show. Just see where it goes. Oh, yeah, totally. I didn't realise that he's going to be teleporting into the background of all the movies.
1: I mean, he, he, if they he might not be, tele- but... He could. I mean, that's again, the thing. All
0: speculation. They're the same here. He's, he's dimension-hopping which I didn't think the Space Stone could do, but here we are. I thought he just like moved you across space, not time. But, but you know what? You know, I'm sure they'll explain it in an episode.
1: It's comic books, and you can kind of just do whatever you want. Exactly. And they've established now
0: you can cross across dimensions. Yeah. So fuck it. And as well, I just want to see some dumb shit. I just want to see Loki just fucking with people in the <laughs> I want to explain stuff that happens in movies and say Loki did it.
1: He's the god of mischief. I to... Yeah, they I can literally. that
0: thing say Joe from uh, in The Simpsons, where it's Mm. like, uh, they've got Xena doing the comic book thing, and you've got the the nerd guy who goes, well, in one scene, you can see that you are riding on the back of a winged pegasus, but in the next scene, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) and Lucy Lawless just says, well, whenever you see something like that, a wizard did it. I want them to just explain all the mistakes. Whenever you see that, Loki Loki did did it. it. Loki did it. That'd be so good just Loki becomes the new Stanley for the Just wreck on just every
1: single plot hole and mistake through the entire MCU with just Loki yeah. did it.
0: It's like, oh no, why couldn't Thor find his hammer and Loki took it? <laughs> Loki didn't take it. Well, like, as well, I just love to see him doing pranks. Yeah. I would love to see like a prank show filmed from Loki's perspective where he's just doing shit to annoy people. Just like, like, it. Like, you know, he pulls, Like, he puts that Vaseline Loki. on the hammer and <laughs> on here. Yeah. And Thor tries to grab it as he flies, he flies down and destroys buildings. I don't know. Anyway, before, before, we, before we talk for like 20 minutes about a key themed prank show. I mean, that's the thing is,
1: look. you've given the God of Mischief the ability to jump to any dimension and time that he wants. And so. have
0: absolutely no consequence for that, <laughs> yeah. he now knows that if he fucks up that dimension, he can just go to another one. So yep. he can fuck up as many dimensions as he wants. But the other one we've got is, and this is all I'm most intrigued by, mm-hmm. because I just I wonder what the fuck are they going to do? And it's May 21st. Of uh, 2021, or I think May 21, so May of 20, um, 2021. Oh, right, yeah. And it's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness.
1: I cannot believe that's what it's called. Yeah, it's so I am well. so fucking excited. The, They've the just form. put Multiverse in the title. They
0: fucking know. So, yeah, obviously Benedict Cumberbatch coming back because everyone the comes back. Marvel fucking money <laughs> out. And Disney. Mickey Mouse what, with those checks. Here's what got me. It's described as a horror movie. <laughs> And I am now ex- my favourite movies in the MCU the ones where they decide to like you know just invoke a specific genre like Winter Soldier is a spy movie yeah yeah um, at heart Thor Ragnarok is a buddy cop style movie mm-hmm. it's like you know it's a it's an adventure it's like um, what's it now it's your planes trains and automobiles it's like a travelling adventure with like two people. Who are oddballs and don't like each other gates so like, yeah yeah and this is I why i really that. want
1: a shang Chi to become like a kung fu film as i was saying yeah
0: i want it to be like invoking that specific they don't have to be that genre just hints of it yeah yeah because it's you like that, you can have fun and you can have a marvel film
1: with a taste of that genre you still get a I blend think, of both
0: and as well because we've got doctor strange and all the cool stuff they did. i think they did like camera tricks they invented for that movie all oh, right okay like all the weird like the mirror dimension and stuff you I mean can, that looks
1: phenomenal
0: there is the like they have the capabilities the stuff they've set up already mm-hmm. with some really freaky shit
1: yeah, yeah
0: yeah like the one of like Doctor Stry- like, so you've got some body horror stuff already set up like being trapped outside of your own body mm-hmm. and just watching it die or watch it fall down a cliff or something like that You're a ghost or going to the mirror dimension and being trapped behind it so, like, they can do oh, yeah, so yeah. much and, they like,
1: can do just an incredible amount
0: um, as well. I was gonna talk. We talked about, about it before my theory of why Doctor Strange is so good at magic.
1: Um, I don't believe. Ever, so. this, so I don't think, I think we've had this conversation anyway. Okay,
0: so Mark, if you obviously Doctor Strange is Doctor Strange, he's all right at magic. Mhm. Like you can, like you know, you can cast a spell.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um, when, and then when um,
0: in Infinity War, Infinity he's War, and, Thanos, and he's like making five thousand copies of himself.
1: He's like and full and Doctor he, Strange. He,
0: yeah, and he's blocking, like, um, power stone shots and mm-hmm. fighting on par with the Infinity Stones. Yeah. My yeah. theory for that is, Joni goes and fights Do-maru, or Domaru, Domamu, Domamu. sorry. I was going to pronounce that
1: because it's, it's still so weird. Also Benedict but, Cumberbatch. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> Look, when he fights Do-ma- Do- Domaru, Domamu. When he fights Domamu, uh, it never tells you how much time takes place or how many times he dies.
1: The only hint is the fact that he comes back with, like, a streak of grey hair.
0: Yeah. So my theory is that he actually spent thousands of years fighting. Um, pronounce it for me, Lucas. Dormammu. He spent thousands of years fighting that guy, and obviously practicing his magic as he went. So he has mm-hmm. had like thousands of years of training in every single spell imaginable against a completely unbeatable enemy. That he He's just gone his... into training mode. Yeah, he went into training mode. That's right, all and that's my theory of how he got so. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, because like, that would make he, sense that he spent just so long in there that he mastered every spell, and that's why he comes out the sorcerer supreme. He goes in a guy who knows a few spells, comes yeah. out the sorcerer fucking supreme, like master of the true like.
1: sorcerer supreme. Yeah, I that's mean that's a really it? cool theory. I, I would love them to actually not explain, but just kind of give us more of a hint of what happened with Dormammu because. I say there's like so much cool potential with him learning, like all these these magic tricks and stuff as he's in the dark dimension fighting Dormammu. Yeah. But all it, like, they really tell me. us is that he just kept dying like a bitch until Dormammu gave up. Yeah.
0: So my theory there is that um, we see him die a lot, but, but the times he didn't die, he tried to fight and also mm-hmm. tried all these different spells out and learned and basically yeah, he yeah. became supremely aware of his surroundings at all times using his magic.
1: Yeah, because every single loop in time they are still both consciously aware of it.
0: Yeah, and he remembers all of them. Because mm-hmm. he, re- he refers back to previous like, um, times it died. Yeah. Anyway, um, what we know is obviously going to be a horror movie, and there are hints, obviously the multiverse of madness, hints obviously into the mouth of madness. Yeah. And Lovecraft-esque. And it says here cosmic terror as he explores the multiverses. Oh, that's so cool. And, and he says here that it ties to WandaVision in a unknown say... unknown capacity.
1: It has Scarlet Witch as, I believe, like a secondary character with him.
0: As the conduit, I think it is, because her powers... This is one of the things. It's never explained explicitly in the MCU movies, but it's been confirmed after the fact by uh, people working on them. Mm -hmm. Scarlet Witch is one of the most powerful characters in that series. Oh, yeah, I mean... She's up there with Captain Marvel.
1: um, Yeah, of course, because they're both created... Both the power sets are created from Infinity Stones. So, essentially, they are like... Conduits of infinity energy, but yeah. Um, if you like have seen Endgame, like most of us have, um, better than
0: why it's spoiled to fuck right now.
1: <laughs> Then you know, before Thanos gets the infinity stones, like Scarlet Witch would have ripped them apart. Oh, yeah, she it's only because Thanos. he uh, um, he did like the 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 fucking, like, missiles came down. Yeah, like. he calls down an
0: uh, airstrike in his own position. It's like, yeah, you didn't win, tactic. That was the only
1: way that he could stop Scarlet Witch, because otherwise yeah. she was just ripping him into pieces.
0: And that's the closest we get, where I just saw a thing after, it was like, uh, I think, like, Kevin Feige, or how do pronounce his name? we are saying, oh, like, who are the strongest Feige. characters? Feige. Yeah. And it's, uh, oh, it's Scarlet Witch, um, Captain Marvel, Vision, and Thor. Okay. Thought, oh. Yeah, because obviously they're all powered by Infinity, so and then Thor's a god.
1: But you know what, Captain America is truly the strongest. Of course he is. He doesn't give up. he's, he's, the, he's got everything. Me you know what? I've not seen any of the other characters snap their arm back into place and fight, start fighting again.
0: I've not seen anyone. I've not seen anyone in the MCU use a shield, a purely defensive weapon. Offensively. But <laughs> so I, I fully believe that if all the people hadn't turned up from the portals, he was gonna go run up and stab Thanos with his shield. <laughs> do you not you? When he straps it to his arm like a knife,
1: yeah. oh, you're gonna stab him with that shield. <laughs> Just I, gonna I, take his head off.
0: I do as well. I like the uh, the head cannon people have come up with that when everyone got revived, Doctor Strange was to say, Okay, we need we need, I know what's going on, we need to go help Captain America. But the Falcon said, I need to teleport him on his left. <laughs> and if I don't, I'll be really yeah. pissed off <laughs> that they wasted just that few extra seconds yeah. to open a portal on his left.
1: Oh, God. They had to choreograph
0: that. So I re-watched it recently, Yeah, and I didn't realise how many people are in that fight scene that don't actually get introduced. Oh, yeah. It's so like M'Baku the man-ape is in that scene. Like he's, crazy. He has his own fight scene, and he just whoops someone's ass. <laughs> but he's not; he gets no screen time. So there's so much other stuff going on.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And
0: it's like uh, Mantis. He's in mm-hmm. control of one of the giant monsters, causing it to kill stuff. So, but he's in the background of the scene; <laughs> you never yeah. see it because there's not enough time.
1: It's like, um, oh, I can't remember the name of one of Thanos's like the the female one with the the um oh. the giant glaive. I can't but Okoye just, anymore. like, takes her down, like, kind of just off-screen. Like, not just okay. off-screen, but, like, in the blink of an eye, you just miss Okoye just taking down one of Thanos's like bodyguards. Yeah, and she's just like, Iranian. oh, I'm just going to get a spear and just take you down.
0: I still think she's one of the coolest characters, and I still, to this day, when I rewatch Black Panther, get pissed off. That do you know when uh, they're chasing the South Korean chasing? Yeah, yeah. Like that soundtrack with the soundtrack, to which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, and my head canon for that is that the soundtrack that's playing is, um, Claw's mixtape that like he talks about earlier in the film. But anyway, Joe <laughs> right, yeah. you know and she throws the um, the spear
1: to stop the car.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. obviously then the car flies over it. Mm-hmm. I got so annoyed that I when mean, she jumps off, she doesn't land on the bonnet and keeps surfing down the hill. <laughs> I thought it was going to turn into escape from the city the first yeah, level. We'll yeah. just see her surfing down the hill on the car bonnet with the spear. <laughs> and I was so annoyed that it didn't happen. Oh, that was be good. Even though great. it's something like, so I started like, oh, she's going to jump off and land on the bonnet and surf. Mm. And like surf with the spear. It's going like to happen. No. Damn it. All oh, I want to see is this kick-ass, like, warrior, princess, woman, surfing on a carbonic with a spear of indestructible metal. Is that and too that much to ask? Is that too much to ask? <laughs> God damn it. We're going to spend some of the CGI rhino budget on that, man. Oh, God, yeah. But <laughs> so, yeah, I am very much looking forward to see what they do with this, because this is the one that says to me they don't give a fuck. Oh, totally. They're just saying, you know what? We can do whatever the fuck we want, because... The words multiverse of madness to me says we can put anything in this. Mm-hmm. Like we can, and as well, we can have any cameo we want. Yeah, so yeah. Into the multiverse, anyone who's dead can come back. Any villain from a previous movie can come back. Well, the thing is that's you know what I like, away, and you know all the people are coming back because if we go on to what if? Oh yeah. Did you see the screenshot of?
1: Oh, I who did. an My... so I'm going to bring
0: that up now because that's not on this article because that
1: thing so Porky i don't remember when the um when it's slotted in with the rest of them but it's just after this what if is just an animated series that they're going to have on the disney plus streaming service
0: or everyone reprising their voices yeah
1: every single character that is going to be in the tv show is going to be voiced by whoever played them in yeah. the movies uh, because as we said disney money yeah, um, it. I'm
0: trying to find a, an article that and isn't a, um, what is it
1: now, A just a slideshow. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, um, we can just go through that. But cool. yeah, the basic premise of the what if is just, oh, what if somebody else became Captain America? Like, what what if like Peggy Carter got the Captain America serum? And yeah, have you heard what's going happen with like that? that one? If uh, Peggy no. Peggy Carter
0: gets the, the serum.
1: And then Captain America wears an Iron Man suit designed by Howard Stark. Oh my God. Yeah. Doesn't that sound fucking awesome? And this is just going to be every single like creative decision is just we are going to do what the hell we want with these characters for like half an hour at peace. Yeah,
0: because all we need to do is bring
1: them into the studio for 20 minutes. To yeah. To us. So, but yeah,
0: we've basically everyone is here. Uh, it's Samuel the Smash Bros back of the back MCU. Back is uh, we've got Black Panther, we've got uh, Jeremy Renner, got uh, Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas, uh, Mickey R- or Michael Rook, uh, Michael Rooker, sorry, mm-hmm. Mickey Rook's not coming back. Iron Man Two villains not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley Tucci, Tiger Woods, Toby Jones, he's the one that got me because obviously that means Zola might be coming back. Something to get like World War Two one.
1: Oh right, yeah.
0: But yeah, the one that I've heard is the one that's like not been confirmed, but they've said it is that Peggy Carter gets the Super, super Serum. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And that of, uh, the other one is that Steve Rogers then wears an Iron Man suit designed oh, by
0: man. Howard Stark. If that's true, I mean, that He would be wears so like a cool, and Pans
1: man. Steve <laughs> Iron Man suit. Oh man, that would be amazing. And just like, they could just do anything. This is the point of this TV show, is anything we can think of, we have an excuse to do. Doesn't need to fit into a continuity of anything. No. It's just, we want to have fun.
0: It's fine fiction.
1: Yeah. That's as all well, it is. It's the directors and actors that are actually, and the writers that are actually producing the MCU, just writing fan fiction.
0: As well, it's fans. It's fan service. Yeah. It's like, oh, I wanted to see this happen. I want to see like um, the Hulk beat Thanos. We might have that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see like, and there's so many stories. What if
1: Loki got. got the Infinity Stones? Yeah. You know what?
0: That could be there. And yeah. You know what? You have Tom Hiddleston doing the
1: fucking voice. Exactly. Because,
0: you know what? Marvel live.
1: The thing is, they've made a TV show, an animated TV show that doesn't fit into the continuity of any other MCU property, and they still paid every single voice actor, like every single actor, to come back. You know, I bet it's not getting a paycheck from this
0: though, Mike Colter. I bet no one from the. I love the one little tidbit people got from the MCU um, panel was that oh, the TV shows aren't canon anymore. Fuck that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We should talk
0: about Deadpool first though. We've got to talk about Hawkeye. Which is another, is it a TV show or is it a movie? Oh, it's a mini series starring, yeah. hell fucking yeah, Jeremy Renner. Oh yeah. Ma- makeup artist Jeremy Renner. And, um... Did you know he used to do makeup? No, I didn't. That's how, that's how he got into Hollywood. Oh, that's cool. There's a great interview where I think he's talking about Ellen or something. Hmm. And someone says, oh, does going ask Jeremy anything from the crowd. And someone someone's asking a makeup question. Yeah. And everyone started laughing, thinking, what would he know about makeup? But he says, oh yeah, i um, if you wear like, eyeliner here and here and here and you do this, this and this in the morning and then you would use this product to make it stay in um, it'll just, like, make your eyes pop and then you just sits back down and the <laughs> the is, people forget Jeremy Renner used to be a makeup artist yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. that's
1: amazing and I, um, this, is obviously,
0: this is Hawkeye and he's training the next Hawkeye
1: so this is Hawkeye and the logo um, as I've had pointed out like in um, subsequent things that I've watched like podcasts and stuff I'll listen to um is the logo is based on the My Life as a Weapon Hawkeye comic so this series. Isn't Ronin. Uh, this isn't Ronin. Um so if the that like we don't really know much about it, but if the logo is any hint, it could be based on this, which is basically um My Life as a Weapon is what Hawkeye does on his days off. Oh, okay. And like it's him and um so say Kate he's Bishop. like He's a mentor he's trained, to Kate, Kate Bishop, who's like a teenage Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. She becomes like the next Hawkeye, so it could be setting that up. Um, well, but apparently
0: is him training a new Hawkeye.
1: Oh, okay. I'm cool. glad
0: they've not talked too much about it, and that we have we only have like you know theories. And this is what happens in the comics, but as we've obviously seen, they don't follow the comics exactly. Even as a guideline, it's probably the best mm-hmm. way to do it. Oh, yeah. yeah of stories, obviously, they're a bit convoluted, given that mm-hmm. they have like thousands of words. To do it, they've got two hours. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll skip straight back. we get to the fucking best one.
1: Uh, can I just Four. say, though? Okay, okay. I I know Hawkeye gets shit on a lot, especially in the early Oh, I love films, him the MCU. But I absolutely love Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. I think, especially when he gets a bit more like time right. from Age of Ultron and stuff, I think he's really good, so I'm really, really excited to see more of him.
0: He's, he's probably one of my favourite characters, isn't
1: he? Yeah. And I think because, Endgame just... just yeah, new to focus on him because he's actually a great character. Because
0: he's just a guy, and he knows that he's uh, he knows that he is useless. Mm-hmm. He knows that like, he knows that I am fighting alongside a literal god and a man <laughs> in a suit that can bench the world, Yeah. and this giant green atomic monster. But you know what? I'm going to try my fucking best because that's mm-hmm. what Avenger does. Is the reason I love Captain America. He hasn't got suit. He's got, obviously a mm-hmm. Captain America super, but he hasn't got like, amazing abilities. That make him invincible.
1: He no, can no, die. He can I mean he's, it, he's he's still, like you he know steps. stronger and faster than a normal human, but compared to like Thanos, he's still yeah. nothing.
0: And he still steps up and goes, you know. And I think if like, Hawkeye would in the last one standing, he'd the same thing. Hawkeye would have like, you know what? I'll fucking go punch Thanos in the dick. Oh yeah, to get Natasha back. <laughs> yeah. So I'm surprised we've not got the, the series, isn't Hawkeye going to heaven to headbutt God to get Natasha back? <laughs> but I guess that's going to be safe for phase five. Anyway, next one, and this is the one that has me most intrigued
2: mm.
0: on the title, not the title, the art alone, which is Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah. Because the title is cool enough already, but that is an 80s heavy metal album cover.
1: Oh, it is, totally. That is the
0: most... Like, If this, if the previous one was like, you know, Synth...
1: Yeah. And like, you know... Like uh, Cyberpunk. Like John, kind John of. Hunter,
0: Cy- like that sort of thing. Yeah. This is 100% hair fucking metal.
1: Oh, yeah. And you know what? We've said this every single time. But Disney money. Natalie fucking Portman is coming back after basically telling them to go fuck themselves.
0: Yeah. They, they drove that dump truck full of money up to a house. They, <laughs> yeah. they got her back. And she's I'll do I'll lift
1: up my own name. And you know what? She's not Lady Thor. She's Thor. she's Mighty Thor. Oh, okay. She's um. I saw on Twitter Taika Waititi um basically reply to someone's like salty little tweet, and it was like oh like Jane Foster, uh, Jane Foster all of a sudden is Thor or something like that. And he just tweeted back, no, she is Mighty Thor. It's like, yeah, well, it's a Thor
0: it. is a mantle, isn't it? You get given the powers of Thor by only mm-hmm. only, like, technically um, Captain America was Thor when he was wielding Demonia. because he's granted the powers yeah, of yeah, Thor Yeah, because he became,
1: like, it. the god of thunder But, man... And the thing is, I don't
0: even care that Natalie Pops but at least the title alone has me yeah. because obviously we had uh, what was the song? It was, um it's Led Zeppelin, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That, uh, it, that, a is now, song. Yeah, that is now Thor's theme song. I'm hoping they lean even further and we get some cheesy as fuck 80s hair metal. We're going to get want, some, I'm... like,
1: Motley Crue or something. <laughs> no,
0: I want... Oh, no, mate, I want big metal. I don't want, like, you know, I don't want grungy, dirty metal. I want all the pizzazz. I want Flash and Thunder. I want Kiss. Oh, OK. I want, yeah, that's what I want. Big, yeah. loud, big hair makeup
1: fireworks some spinal just, tap on the go <laughs> yeah
0: stuff like that cheesy 80s fun
1: rock you know what if a kiss song the becomes jane foster's like theme song in that movie i'll be made up
0: not something yeah, at this title to each folks kiss oh that yeah right like, cheesy just good, like you know, feel good. Just metal. Oh, just, oh, just so good. <laughs> I don't even care that Natalie Portman's back. I would want to hear the soundtrack. No,
1: the thing is, I'm not even that excited that specifically Natalie Portman is back. Um, I'm just more excited that they're leaning into like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, we'll get a female Thor on the go. Fuck it. Yeah, we'll have. It points out here as that the title. That
0: did actually set this up. Do everyone saying no? it came out of left field? No one knew what mm. it was going to be um, in Endgame. Valkyrie does say maybe a queen
1: when Thor says you need a new king. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Valkyrie
0: says maybe a queen or I think Thor says like, maybe a queen.
1: Oh, did you see what... Um, is it Tessa Thompson? Uh, okay, Valkyrie's actress. Yeah, it was like on stage at um, Comic-Con, it was oh, the first thing I need to do as king is find myself a queen. Yeah. It's like, yes. The quest the badge yes, begins. <laughs>
0: The quest, the quest for just that you know, that Asgardian patch. And you know what? I'm all on board for that. I can't wait oh, to yeah, see totally. just a lesbian power couple wielding Mjolnir and Stormbreaker and just <laughs> in. That's going to be glorious. Yep. Uh, it's just, it's so good that. Because she was supposed to be confirmed as gay in Ragnarok. Oh, okay. The, like, the Valkyrie Charge? That's always in yeah. notion. The lead Valkyrie of that is supposed suppose like, it's hinted at being. Valkyrie's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. But they never confirmed it, because obviously mm-hmm. they were worried that people might, you know, be... Like, it's the same thing always happens. They're worried that a
1: minority of people will be offended. It's yeah, the vocal online. minority will, like, that get will on the internet and complain about it, and yeah.
0: And now they said, you know what? Fuck it. Female thought and
1: lesbian thought. Les- well, it's similar <laughs> to why um, they didn't want to make, like, a Black Widow-led movie for so long Is you know, fan outcry they, they were afraid female, that bit. people would be pissed off they were afraid that like it wouldn't sell as well they were afraid like nobody would want the toys of black widow and obviously like history has now proven all of that to be completely wrong
0: well that's um it reminds me a lot of there's a, a famous story about how it took so long for will smith to like lead movies even though he's, like, he's a very charismatic man and all his movies do very well but he was well, always he, like
1: the the wingman kind of yeah, character. There was a lot
0: of push against letting him go to premieres in foreign countries by right. American Hollywood executives mm. because they, they, th- they feared that a black-led movie wouldn't do well in foreign markets, which led oh, them well. to under-promoting that movie. Which then led to that movie not performing as well as other movies, which obviously fuel, like, fed back into the thing of oh, it's what,
1: confirmation well. bias, isn't it? Yes.
0: But there's something like that they took Will Smith to a premiere, they took him to a meeting with big executives. And obviously, he was Will Smith, he was charming, and everybody loved him. And then, mm-hmm. Oh. And the conclusion they came to was, oh, movies starring Will Smith will do well. Not movies starring black men will do well.
1: Oh no. So they learned the
0: lesson, with the wrong lesson.
1: Yeah, they learned the lesson that. Will Smith can be the lead in the movie. Not a black
0: man can be a lead in the movie. Oh, He's gosh. charismatic and like you know handsome, as most actors are anyway. Yeah, and, yeah. I, hope, and I think we have seen something similar here where there was a fear that oh, a woman can't lead a movie. Mm-hmm. So they can if you promote it the same as you do every other movie in your. Yeah, post. look
1: at um, like I think probably what sparked a lot of it is Wonder Woman. Yeah, uh, if you promote a...
0: it like as with as much like you know vim and vigor and gusto as you do your other mainline movies. Mm-hmm. At the very least, it's going to do decent at the box office because it just has the brand name of DC, of Marvel. Yeah. And Marvel, especially, they can fart out anything now, so they've got no escapes. Which oh, is yeah. glad that phase yeah, four exactly. is. Fuck it. Female-led movie um, and TV shows. And we've got a
1: Chinese movie. Batman, yeah, and full Asian cast. No, we've got, no like, like, the Eternals. We've got. we've got the Multiverse. We've so got I the What me. If. Yeah. Yeah. It's just and them then, doing whatever the hell they want. We're on to the
0: last one now, Lucas. And this is the perhaps the greatest announcement I have ever seen because it simultaneously crushed the dreams of t <laughs> <laughs> And that is Blade, which yep. next to the release dates has three question marks. Like we've not yet unlocked it in a fighting game. <laughs> and it is Masharala Ali. I'm hoping I pronounced that correctly. Mahershala aka-
1: Ali. Oh, is that it? Mahershala? I'm really sorry. I'm Mahershala, names, I believe. I That's how they announced him on stage. Okay, so
0: Mahershala Ali, um, who is going to play fucking Blade.
1: Which is going to be cool as hell, but as you were saying, crushing the dream of Wesley Snipes, and, who has been pushing and, that for years. Yeah, and,
0: as well, everyone who appears in one of the Marvel TV shows, because Mahershala Ali plays Cottonmouth in Luke Cage. Yeah, he does, yeah. And... His appearance all but confirms that those TV shows are canon. Unless what I want to happen, which is that after Cottonmouth was killed,
1: you got bit by a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and if they do that,
0: they get me um, on board I believe Kevin
1: it. Feige was asked about it and he was just like, you know what, don't worry about it. No,
0: God. if they just said Cottonmouth got bit by a vampire in <laughs> the hospital, I'd be 100% I think the fact
1: it. that even Kevin Feige was just like, you know what, it doesn't matter. Just goes to show how little they give a crap about those TV shows. Yeah.
0: And it's a shame, but it's weird because Luke Cage, the TV show, already has an actor who appeared in a mainline MCU movie before. Do you know who? Really? The lady. Unless, uh, Mariah Stokes? The actress who played her? I, I think, don't is it remember Stokes? her name. Let's look this up. Uh, uh, MCU? I think it is. Uh, Black Mariah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's. What's her name now? Uh, who's she portrayed by? Who is she portrayed by, who is she portrayed by, I oh, don't no, it's not telling me here, it's all like the MCU wiki. Oh, right. There okay. we go, TV series portrayed by Alfred, Wood- uh, Alfred Woodard, mm-hmm. who also, uh, in addition to playing, obviously, um, Mariah Dillard, the Black Mariah in Luke Cage, yeah. she plays the woman who yells at Tony Stark in Civil War. Joe, the Don't lady she? who comes up to civil war... Uh, to Tony to, Stark,
1: to say that she's disappointed because her son died. Yeah, and she holds
0: up the photo. Mm-hmm. She plays um, the main villain of season two of Blue Cage. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, and obviously a lot of people confuse confused, like, is it the same character? And I said, mm-hmm. no. So we were already given a hint that these two universes are connected. Yeah. Unless yeah. this woman has a twin who <laughs> never gets <laughs> mentioned. Yeah. But I just think it's quite... It's poetic in a way that the movie that could... Like, the the actor that, like, deconfirms it for real also appeared in Luke Cage in season one. <laughs> because he played Cotton Mouth and all that. I would so be on board if it just shows, like, a scene from Luke Cage. <laughs> and then it, like, it keeps the exact same scene. The intro should be the same scene. Yeah, And yeah. it's like his dead bodies on the floor and everyone leaves. And a vampire flies, a CGI vampire <laughs> flies in, bites him, and he just bursts up with, bleh! Yeah.
1: I, you know... Uh, that would be cool, but I'm really just glad that they're ditching those movie- like TV shows, and just going. You know what? Fuck Netflix. We've got our own shit going on. We're going to you know do what? it. No, it's
0: because it would have been too messy to integrate it all.
1: Yeah, and, um,
0: uh, it's a shame because I love the Daredevil series, but to put a pin in it and just say we're going to make our own TV shows, and mm-hmm. uh, they're all going to connect because obviously once if it's under their banner exclusively, they can ensure absolute consistency between everything. Exactly because and that you was can't the problem
1: because Actually, Daredevil like, season 1 and 2 were great Like Jessica Jones season 1 was great but then you know you had The Defenders and Iron Fist and Luke Cage season 2 and yeah not to mention
0: some of the like, inconsistencies like I said that actress Alfred Woodward yeah. uh, Woodard it's not Woodward it's Woodard Alfred Woodard Wooded. was in Civil War and then is in season 2 which obviously immediately creates like a contradiction so yeah, yeah, all, all you need to do now is just say oh you know what That that happened in another multiverse
1: you know what Loki. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's all I gotta say. Yeah, just have a Loki appear in one of those TV shows, and I'll be done. Be, I'll be happy
1: with that. But... I am. Um, I do find it weird though, because like as I mentioned earlier, Wesley Snipes has been like vocally on the internet pushing for like either a Blade continuation or a Blade reboot into the MCU. No, no. no.
0: Uh, Wesley Snipes has been for years trying to get a Blade movie made. Oh yeah, He's, yeah. He keeps sending out my favorite hashtag, which is "Make America Blade Again." <laughs> which is second only to the tweet on the night Donald Trump got elected, mm. which was from Dolph Lundgren, where he tweeted out Dolph in my the Dolphin my name stands for Dolphin. Join me in my underwater kingdom, <laughs> which for some reason just really cracked me up.
1: Oh, fair enough. But it uh, um, really started, yeah right. statement um, saying I'm
0: happy to for the casting of this man.
1: Yeah, to continue
0: the legacy of Blade, and you just see him go. You know what? you're getting a cameo. You know, <laughs> you're saying that because you're getting a cameo. Yeah, yeah. And if you weren't getting one, you'd be pissed off. But they're going to give you a big fat paycheck to appear
1: in this movie once. Oh, I'm or sure, Or even yeah. just a minor role with the guy who trains it, Blade. It'd be cool, though, if it was like he was like the vampire, the bit Blade or something. That, that's probably like a little bit.
0: They'll give him some sort of like a nod to yeah, you but, were Blade and Blade was so successful. This is yeah, it was. Is like,
1: Blade, along with like X-Men and Spider-Man 1. But as uh, much
0: as people make fun kind of Blade... Because so obviously the CGI was bad. Those movies did fantastically well on a reasonably modest budget and they were a black-led R-rated Marvel mm-hmm. movie that did really well at the box office. And it would take us another 10, 50... It would take the actual MCU almost 10 years to do a, black, like, to do a black-led movie. Yeah, no yeah. Blade has shown it work. And they've not even done an R-rated one yet. Deadpool had to show them that.
1: Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's
0: crazy that we already had this before them all.
1: As well, the... That this is happening, apparently, is when asked about it, which is why I feel really bad for Wesley Snipes, when asked about it, Kevin Feige said, when Mahershala Ali calls, you answer. (laughs) Which is the biggest slap in the face to Wesley Wesley Snipes.
0: Snipes. Does Wesley Snipes not have that clout in Hollywood anymore? No, he does not. If I had, if I was looking at my phone, it just came up, Wesley Snipes, and it was a picture of me in the Blade outfit, I'd answer that fucking phone call. (laughs) <laughs> that makes me think that he himself, after he'd been cottonmouth, he'd yeah. already been in the MCU I'm using big air quotes here, because it's not a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. The TV show universe. But he'd been in tangentially evolved with that property. He still called what went to be Blade. Yeah. And they immediately went, okay, can be Blade. Yeah, cool. Do what you want, man. The thing is that he's a cool he's a fucking good actor. Oh yeah, he is. And it, as much as I love Wesley and as much as I love Blade in those movies, they could not have picked. I can't think of any actor who could have portrayed Blade when that guy. Because as soon as I saw his face, mm. like on the things, that this guy cast as Blade I went, yeah, Blade.
1: Yeah, I can see. I, can't see yeah.
0: I, I could see no other black man as just having just the quiet swagger and just like the aura of intimidation surrounding I was gonna say, him as that guy.
1: Whenever you see him, like. On the screen, he just has like a really quiet, intimidating presence. Like he just, he just he, owns he, the screen. Yeah, he
0: he absolutely commands your attention from mm-hmm. the moment, and that's why so many people were pissed off and he was killed off. Spoilers yeah, yeah. in Luke K season one, like halfway
1: through the season, because he, he was, was so good. What made that show?
0: Yeah, he was, and you think he's such a good fucking actor. So I'm glad he's coming back, and I'm glad he's gonna be Blake. I can't. I could not. Have, one of the reasons I didn't want them to recast the character mm-hmm. is because how do you top Wesley Sanchez in terms of the charisma that the man has? Yeah, yeah. Like He made some of the worst lines ever written for a comic book movie sound awesome <laughs> because they were his lines. Mm-hmm. Have ever told you about this? No. Oh Well, Joe, you know, the, the line, some motherfuckers are always trying to like, skate uphill. Oh, yeah. That wasn't in the script.
1: Oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't,
0: it wasn't original. There wasn't going to be no line there. It was actually something that a writer overheard Wesley Snipes say on the phone, in full-blade costume. Oh, my agent. God. <laughs> and the writer went, that's better than anything we've ever written. Put it in the movie. <laughs> and when like, Wesley Snipes read it, he said it was stupid. And they went, no, it's the coolest thing we've ever heard. Yeah. So that was a line uttered by Wesley Snipes in real life.
1: Yeah, in an actual conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and he
0: pulled it off, because obviously yeah. some motherfuckers always try to ice like, skate uphill. And I thought, oh. There's no, act- like it's just from that point of view of how do you get anybody with that level of screen presence, like mm-hmm. who can just command your attention as much as this man, and they got it. They
1: did. They, 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 they found really the right
0: guy, and I'm glad it's happening. That's the last of the Phase Four um, announcements. I'm, I'm assuming we're gonna get a few things in between, or maybe like a couple of announcements, like oh, or some setup maybe from other ones. That well,
1: we, we haven't even talked about what Kevin Feige said on stage before they actually brought Mahershala Ali onto the stage to announce Blade. Yeah, they, didn't
0: they just announce a load of all the bullshit?
1: Um, so he was like, oh, and today, we haven't even had time to talk about, like, Captain Marvel 2. Oh,
0: yeah, about, shit, yeah. They, um, the sequel. Guardians they of the, the Galaxy
1: Volume 3. Yeah, I forgot. They announced all the sequel, but I don't give a fuck. Um, because it's Black the Panther sequel. 2. And then he was like, oh, and we also haven't had time to say how the Fantastic Four are coming to the MCU,
2: <laughs> I like
0: how and how
1: mutants are coming to the MCU, and it was just like, yeah, cool, okay. we'll drop that.
0: That's amazing. They're Phase they're Five.
1: I mean, if not, they could just go, you know what? X-Men's dropping right in the middle of these two movies. Do you know what? I would not even be mad. No one would be. And I can imagine them doing
0: it as well, because, you know what? And they've got the, um, the resources to ensure that stays secret, because... Um, I think we discussed it in a video, but like the lengths that Marvel have gone to to ensure
1: that. Oh yeah, yeah. The Things stay, stay spoiler super, free. Like,
0: they write entire scripts. They hire screenwriters mm-hmm. to write entire scripts that are fake. They,
1: like as we mentioned and then pay before, them like... and
0: make them sign NDAs, and, and
1: we then send give those like, scripts to actors. They send entire teams out to record like. False scenes in movies to throw people off the scent yeah. and So
0: when they know paparazzi are following, like they, it's crazy. So if any studio at the moment could film a Fantastic Four movie or an X Men movie and not have any of the information leak, it's fucking mm. Marvel.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because they have like the, the sheer economic clout to sue anybody who would dare <laughs> that into financial oblivion. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I'm happy with a studio having that much power over you know people i mean but at the same time i kind of want to see that fantastic four movie i want so, to see dr Doom. to be
1: fair right. at this point like disney has got all but a monopoly on media anyway yeah basically like, like it's you know not what? far off
0: that's not great you know what they don't own though this podcast <laughs> this is when i find out that the, that the uh the investment company that I started up brew is owned
1: is a subsidiary of disney it's just mickey mouse <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I look at my check real close, and I see Disney, and oh fuck! Oh God, <laughs> well, no, my independence oh, God. as a creator has just been disappeared. He's been swallowed back. At me. <laughs> oh dear. No, I am looking very much forward to all of these movies. I know a lot of people being too. really cynical about it. You know, being cynical. It's like you know, contrast my own opinion with that. Me being a cynical asshole. I don't like being cynical. Fair enough. That's the thing, I don't like that I don't get excited about things. I yeah, don't like, yeah. Like, when you were saying, oh, let's sail till midnight, I wasn't making fun of you. I was like oh, no, no, I no. am annoyed at myself that I have been so, like, browbeaten by just being on the internet and existing within the hype cycle. Yeah, Just yeah. by nature of always having to be on YouTube, like checking analytics, mm-hmm. researching on the internet, of all always, whenever I go on a website, I like, you know, confirm a source. Been bombarded with these hyperbolic headlines about the next big great thing. Yeah. I don't like that I don't get excited about things. So I'm not making fun of people who are. I admire your commitment, your dedication, and just your passion. And if anything, I get pissed off when I see the cynical assholes who are like, oh god, are these movies not done yet? Yeah, yeah. With phase four, they've already had 20 movies.
1: My favourite one is still all the people that go, I don't watch Marvel films because they're all the same it's like, yeah. have you watched any of these
0: movies? No, do I like to do so that? What movie? What's the last movie you did watch? And they'll probably say, I re-watched an older movie. So, oh, because mm. that's not the same as something you've seen before, is it?
1: Yeah, that's true. But it's like, when you oh, go from, yeah. like, Sorry. Thor Ragnarok, and then you watch, like, Endgame, and then you watch, like, Spider-Man Far From Home, which is meant to be, like, you know, a teenage, like, vacation comedy Rob-com, mixed into yeah. a superhero film. I don't think you can really say that they are. Being
0: cynical is easy because mm-hmm.
1: it requires you to do the easy thing, you will,
0: which is just be negative. Yeah, it's hard. Like I say, it's hard to be positive about it. It's hard to find positive. But it's very easy to just sit down and criticize mm-hmm. and say, "Oh, it's bad because they've made loads of them. It's all well, they popular." Things like that. it's like the same people who say, "I don't like listening to pop music," mm-hmm. and write it off as a whole instead of saying. I dislike this specific song, specific band, this specific genre. Yeah, yeah. You see what that requires? That requires, you know, the ability to uh, explain your argument.
1: It requires way. a bit more, like, nuance and critical thinking. Yeah,
0: it's a lot easier to just say, I don't like the Marvel movies because they're all the same. Mm-hmm. I don't watch them because they're just Disney films or
1: something. Yeah. Um, no, it's very easy to just give things a blanket statement and never think about it again.
0: Yeah. And it puts that person in a very comfortable position where they don't actually ever have to think critically about their statements because in their head, they're right. Like, why should I think critically about this thing I've already written off? Mm-hmm. And at the yeah, same exactly. time, the things you write off, you should think critically about because that allows you to you know, explain to others. And, and also, it invokes discussion. It's like, yeah, yeah, it you are both fans of all these things and we could have just gone through every single one of these lists and gone, I can't wait. Well, you know, what did what did it do instead? It it inspired us to talk about other things, other projects, like facts about other movies we liked, yeah. movies that we've like you know concocted on our own or seen online and like to expand upon and discuss. What instead we could just go you know what these are all terrible.
1: Yeah, we could. Um, it's just a big company
0: putting out like you know, ten new movies, like, like billions. The of thing dollars.
1: is, like we joke and dunk on like DC a lot, but we still go out and like watch those films with a, an open mind and we hope that they on. are good.
0: It's because I'm disappointed, mm-hmm. and I have had people say, "Oh, you just hate these." I don't dislike them, and know what? If I did, if I truly disliked the movies, I would not talk about them. Because if you don't like something, mm-hmm. you have no emotional attachment to it. You just don't talk about it. Yeah, that's exactly. Why my exes don't talk about me? <laughs> um, well, but like, if you just, it's because I can see the potential.
1: Oh yeah, and we well, uh, like missing especially. Are... That's why I talk about it because.
0: I care about these properties. I care about these characters. I want to see them realize the big victory, so other people can share the passion that I have for mm. this universe, these characters, like these storylines. And I get disappointed when they're not, and that's where the um, the anger, as something we'll put, it's like, rise from.
1: Yeah, and we um, we are the same people that uh, I say we say all these horrible things about the the DC but we are also the people that. Saw that Batman Beyond was getting a Blu-ray release. I'm oh, yeah, super yeah. hyped about it. Like we, Batman it, Beyond. oh yeah, it's amazing. And if DC could do a film right, I would love them to do the Batman Beyond storyline.
0: Well, the way I've summed it up is, um, I shit on Harry Potter. A lot.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: fun to tear apart the universe, and the reason it's fun to tear apart the universe is because I've spent so long reading about it. yeah yeah. and i spent so i was so invested in it as a child like if i really didn't give a shit or i really hated it i wouldn't talk about it why would i i've got other (laughs) interests people who spent all that time discussing things they don't like is already the most depressing genre of videos on youtube (laughs) it's like i have cynicism about me but that's because I've, i've been i exist in this sphere it's mm-hmm. So long, I like, just become jaded to it. It's difficult to, like, you know, become excited about something when you find out about it like, a year in advance.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, like with video games, I'm, like said, I'm generally spoiled on day one of release, so it's very hard for me to find enjoyment in these things unless I cut myself off from, active like, Devil May Cry, which is a concerted effort that I can't expand for every, like, I can't expand for every piece of me. Yeah, it's very difficult it upsets-
1: to try and do. It's. I, I will try and do it a lot with um, games that I'm excited for, but there's only so many games I can try to avoid news from while exactly. also trying to keep up with the news in the video game industry. Or even just existing online Or just yeah, like, with your interest where they're catered to. But mm-hmm.
0: before we go to our last uh, intro, I'll need one more drink and it's the back of one last time. So we, ne- we are now back, Lucas. Uh, we my are I do get empty you know quick enough, <laughs> and often that's the small wood way as I like to say um, I've got another drink and it's not because we plan to stay much longer it's because I've got editing to do after this Yeah. do and we I've got to watch a you know, a, a dial move forward yeah
1: I mean don't say that you're drunk editing just drunk uploading it's fine <laughs> yeah, you just so need I'm to watching. click a button that way that's the easiest way but I've got, I still have to stay here until it'll close off but yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, close off by you no know, final thoughts we've talked about the MCU for a while we didn't even get to talk about we the, shit I did, the shit we did this week we didn't, we not really. What you want to talk about now is I had the worst fucking haircut I've ever had. Oh, God. I had the worst experience, because you mentioned a haircut earlier, I forgot to stop Yeah, about. yeah, Whereas well, a hairdresser, barber, you, mm-hmm. if you will, I've been go to for years now, and he recently hired a new person to cut hair. Sorry, oh, yeah. Obviously, you can expand your business, get new people in, but yeah, yeah. this guy potentially is the worst barber I have ever seen or experienced. Oh, God, no. Not because he cuts hair badly, because he cuts hair slowly. Oh, no. And I'm now just going to describe some of the people at home. And if you've got longish hair, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And that is, imagine the guy just grabbing a little bit of your hair and he gets the scissors and he just goes at the ends for a good, like, 10 seconds. Mm. And then let's go. And then gets the next bit. Oh, no. And he never cuts off more than like half a centimetre of hair at a time. It's always just and bear in mind I've got long ass hair and I go yeah, yeah. and say, thin it out. I have so much hair. Please <laughs> thin it out. And I want I want to hear that satisfying like crunch as he cuts off big chunks.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then
0: obviously then you do the styling at the end. Mm-hmm. And he did that for a, an hour. I was sat in the oh, barber's no. chair for an hour and my hair had not gone down. <laughs> and eventually the barber came across like the barber I normally goes, came across. And did it in five minutes oh
1: man i think he's
0: got he got the big scissors the big thinny scissors that really out. Yeah. and i went in for a haircut again recently and mm-hmm. that guy was the only guy in there and i no, thought you know what <laughs> benefit of the doubt yeah i've got about two hours before i get to the gym Hmm. i'll sit down and there are two people in front of me and i thought as i was sat down uh, as the next guy stopped to get his haircut, two people who were in front of me left so oh cool i'm the next guy here Yeah, yeah. No word of a lie. I was there for forty-five minutes as this guy shaved someone's head. What? I am not joking. Like when you're probably thinking, no, no. This guy, when I went in, had a number one, two on top, and he wanted it like you know phased in. Yeah, yeah. And he's this barber spent forty-five minutes shaving this man's head. Oh my god. And he just continually went over and over and over and over the same spot over again. Oh, no. For 45 minutes. And I was sat there going, if I wait here, I'm not going to get my hair cut for three hours because he'll get on mine. And it'll take yeah, exactly as yeah. long because there's no one else to cut in and literally cut in and just like do the job properly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I stood up and left. It's the first time I've ever done this in any establishment Yeah. because he put the, 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 uh, the buzzer down, I don't know what it's called now, the shaver. The clippers? The clippers, the clippers. put the clippers down. I thought, oh, thank fucking God for that. He's done. He's going to, like, you know, um, sweep his head and put some powder on it. No, no. he picked up another set of clippers with a shorter thing and then started (laughs) doing it on the side of his head. (laughs) I just stood up and left. Oh, my God. I'm not letting this man cut my hair. Yeah. And I have never experienced anything as infuriating as just watching this barber go over the same part of a man's head with clippers ten times in a row.
1: Oh, God it got to the
0: point where you couldn't even you couldn't even hear the clippers cutting hair. He was basically just rubbing it on this man's head. <laughs> and I could just see in the mirror the guy getting progressively more pissed off because he couldn't yeah, yeah. somewhere at being thought. Shaving my head does not take forty five It'll
1: take five <laughs> minutes just in and out.
0: Nope. I stood up and left and went to another barber's who cut it in ten minutes. Oh god. And I just thought I wanted to share that story because I'm just now you went and got your hair cut today, did you? Well, can uh, you just imagine. I oh, did you not get it done? No. It okay? So, my off and call. But the next time you get your hair cut, just imagine if instead of like, cutting it, they just went to the very tip for 10 minutes at a time on every individual part of your head. Oh, God. It drives you insane. It's like water torture. Yeah. A drop of water on your head. It's infuriating because you're waiting for that satisfying, like that crunch. Yeah. As he just cuts through a bit and it never comes. You never get. The satisfying <laughs> just noise of hair being cut, it's just constantly just ebbing away and I was so annoyed. Oh, God. Like, I was the thing where it was worse than having, like, you know, dental work done. Mm. Because dental work, obviously, they stop after a bit. He never stops. I was oh, ripping God. the handles of, like, you know, the barber's chair I was sat in like I was being tortured. It's like, <laughs> just fucking cut the hair off. It's Just it's do it. Off. If it takes you 20 minutes to cut this one hair, cut it off. <laughs> it's obviously good. a problem that. Yeah. The thing is, though, at the time I was like, just shave it off. But now I know it would have been a terrible idea. Oh, yeah. it's could have been there even longer, but <laughs> fucking hell. I wanted to share that experience because that drove me insane. I've been sat on that for a week about how annoying that was.
1: Oh, God, that would be just so infuriating. <laughs>
0: it's, it's more. It's just so annoying, that. You, I, I, tell every barber the same thing when I sit down. I have so much hair; it's so thick, it grows back so fast. I'll be back yeah, in yeah. a week. Mm-hmm. Just fucking cut off as much as you want it'll cut, it'll grow back in a week, and I'll be back here again getting it cut. And every barber oh does God. the same thing where they're like, like, "No, mate, how much you to thin it out more? <laughs> Just thin." And they put they run their hands through my hair. Like, have you got any products in? No. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: My hair is so thick and so full. I'm saying, I feel like I'm bragging now. I've am not it's got a lot of hair. And they run yep. their hands through it and go, Oh, yeah, you've got a lot of this. So and I'm like, Yeah, mate, it's like 80% humidity and it's still 5 <laughs> degrees. And I'm going to the gym with this shit on my head. Please get rid of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just. Oh, you just need to get rid.
0: Just come in. Yeah, no, no, get rid of that barber. Which I've done. Oh, go went to another one and I sat down and it was just this guy in ski jeans and a black t shirt. Like, All right, mate, what do you want I'm doing? Like, Mate, just sort my life out. like, On it. <laughs> And he did it. It's the same thing I tell Tyler Barber, my life out. <laughs> and, and you know what? Part from coffee that coffee And a pet talk. And he shut my hand and I paid him a tenant it's fucking well worth it. So yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: But um, in conclusion, is there anything coming up, Lucas, or anything you wanna like, you know, shout out, plug?
1: Um yeah, so the day of this podcast, when it goes live, um so tomorrow. <laughs> um tomorrow there'll work, be yeah. A video on my channel of us playing Super Mario Maker 2.
2: Oh Uh,
0: shit, yeah. That's when we went to Vietnam. That That was the one
1: where someone transformed us and took us to Vietnam.
0: In Mario Maker 2. It was so good. That was awesome. When does the Breath of the Wild playthrough go up? Uh,
1: In a few weeks. A few weeks? How much content have you got? You're far (laughs) ahead than I am. Quite a bit.
0: I've like two channels, you did care. I thought I was the only one you were doing playthroughs with. Clearly I was misinformed.
1: No, like every single one has been with you. Oh okay. Or you and like Charlie and Chris.
0: I'm saying, well I'll do the same shout out then today on my channel goes up quite fittingly a drunken smash playthrough. Where it's me and Lucas trying to smash each other as Gannon. Oh, spoilers, yeah. that video is 12 minutes long it's a first to five <laughs> we should sum up how one-sided that victory was whichever side it ended up on Oh yeah. and the day after that will be a Falcon first to five which is going to be Falcon Fridays but Lucas didn't want to come over this week so fuck you
1: I mean, hopefully soon we can make Falcon I've Fridays you, happen i told
0: you, if you have just a day off or even just two days you don't need more time well, than
1: that well, unfortunately Carl if
0: it's an evening you come over in an evening we can recall the next day and go about that day
1: Unfortunately, I'm working many, many an hour because it's summer holidays. It's but, summer
0: and you're working in handouts. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's summer and all the kids are off and taking up all of my time.
0: That's fair enough. Got but when,
1: uh, when all the kids fuck off back to school, and maybe Falcon Fridays can become a real thing. Okay.
0: Falcon Fridays can become Falcon Wednesdays. Falcon <laughs> Mondays. We could do Week of
1: Falcon. Oh, yeah. Week. Of,
0: I've already said like the next one should be the DLC Dunk Off. <laughs> and it should be you as a hero and me as like um, one of the other DLC characters
1: yeah
0: and we can do that one. but we'll, think, we'll need to figure that out anyway because and I will just like forward kamikaze myself and I should probably say like the thing I edited today is mm-hmm. a playthrough of Doom with me and Brad you know, which like, Doom? Like, uh, Doom 2016 oh, okay cool. Brad has never played a Doom game I mean he's what? played <laughs> he's played the first level of the first Doom uh, E1M1 to record a bit of footage for it for a video we did once. Oh, right. Because it's available. It's online on a browser thing. Yeah, yeah. So it was was quicker to just, like, screen capture that than it was to, like, you know, download a playthrough. Someone didn't credit that. Yeah, yeah. So you just put it up put Doom. Uh, Yeah, so we played through Doom together. Oh, cool. And he was just blown away by just, like, how metal Doom is.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's insane. Uh, (laughs) And as well,
0: because the only thing he's got, the only experience he has with Doom, so he's not a genre he's that interested in, like, he's not really into his first-person shooters, Yeah. was in the video we talked about is the Polygon playthrough of Doom, which you haven't seen, have you, Lucas? I have not, no. I mentioned this earlier, you said you're not familiar with it. Well, Polygon, uh, you know, the gaming magazine, had mm-hmm. exclusive hands-on uh, time with Doom 2016 before it was released. They were amongst the first publications in the world to oh, okay. be allowed to play Doom. And then they have yeah, yeah. exclusive rights so to publish this footage and they publish half an hour of Doom gameplay. It's okay. One of the most highly anticipated games of 2016. So the sequel, like mm-hmm. this legendary IP, is finally being revived by the people who made the original. Yeah, yeah. And they're put throwing as much money as possible at this fucking video game. Mm-hmm. And the guy who played it couldn't fucking aim. Oh no. Like, he could not aim the gun. I have put in like a few in the first episode going up on I think I'm gonna say for Monday. Mm-hmm. You I put in like a few clips of this guy playing it and he literally is shooting around the demons trying to attack him. <laughs> do you know that thing? Do you know like panic fire in movies? Like yeah. In World yeah. War Two movies. That's what like panic fires an MP40. Like ah, and they miss the person in front of them. That. But the supposedly doom guy, the like you know, the legendary hero. The Demon Slayer. the Demon Slayer himself. He's just wildly firing a shotgun into the air as (laughs) Demon Slayer the nuts. Oh, God. It's so bad. And that was the only experience Brad has had of Doom. (laughs) I'm not not great at first-person shooters, but I like Doom, and I understand how it should be played. She's fast and constantly moving forward.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's how they they made that game for that. Yeah,
0: so within the first minute and a half of gameplay, i'm already like kneecapping demons and punching their heads off <laughs> which I, I don't think this is that impressive i think that's what doom should be oh yeah yeah but I was like, oh, it's so much just different what the game that, is that polygon gameplay and i went <laughs> back and watched the first area if you're not playing doom is just you are naked with a pistol mm-hmm. and there are like four or five demons around you, and it's basically our tutorial on shooting demons
1: yeah
0: and i cleared that room in about 12 seconds because i, <laughs> I shot them all instantly because i play of yeah. first-person shooters and I went back and watched the Polygon playthrough, that takes him a good five minutes. Oh So he can't figure out how to shoot the demons because there's no auto aim on it, and it's like, oh my god. Oh god. You fucking idiot. How And the, 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 what always cracked me up, though, it's not that the guy's bad, it's that they uploaded it with like this massive, huge letters that say this is Doom. <laughs> and you see Doom guy just firing a shotgun at the floor and falling off the edge of a level. And it's like, oh man, if this is Doom, oh, I feel dear. sorry for hell. <laughs> And I would oh, invite anyone to go watch that first playthrough. Where I had to get to introduce Brad. Like genuinely, people always when videos like that go out, there's always think Oh no, it's not really their first time. You're putting on the reactions or whatever. So yeah, then, yeah. Is genuinely the first time Brad has seen anything of Doom beyond the first level.
1: That's so crazy.
0: He watched that video, but he's just he's never interested in. It. Yeah. It's happening? So at the moment, on his channel going up soon, which is not the footage is still on my computer. So he's like, yeah, but he's going through Uncharted Four. All right, the Thief's End. Then it's the first time I've played an uncharted game. Oh uh, right, okay. And at the same time on your channel, there'll be Breath of the Wild, which will be my first ever
1: Zelda game. Yeah. <laughs> because I have no interest in that series. I was flabbergasted by that.
0: I've never played one ever. And people don't well, no... believe me. It's like I play so much. I play video games all the time. Yeah, you know, yeah. I have all the Nintendo consoles. I had N64. I had a GameCube. But I didn't have a Wii. I didn't. But my housemate did. <laughs> so I could play Smash and Pain active, so too. was enough. But yeah, I've never played a Zelda game. When I tell people that, like, they don't believe me. They think we're putting it on. So yeah, like, yeah, why, yeah, why you, you're saying it's so your reactions are more? So, no, 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 you can confirm. I was genuinely baffled by every element of that game.
1: Oh yeah, totally. And it's why I wanted you to play it and not me, like yeah. you thought would happen. And it's but, it's yeah.
0: weird how those blind spots exist, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah, totally. And I'm sure there's like absolutely. stuff that I would, you know, if no, I just realize
0: well. I've accidentally uploaded me and Brad playing Doom to the main fact finding channel. Oh, no. So I need to now cancel that upload and re-upload <laughs> it again. Uh, do you know what? I might put it up on the main channel just to see what people say. Oh, how, you, God. How, you, how the fuck do you cancel an upload? Oh, so delete this video, fuck's sake! That was almost <laughs> all the way uploaded. Oh dear. So let's let's cancel that upload for fuck's sake. I can wait up twenty minutes. I can't be. I, I, but you I know almost what? can't be asked to wait for it to all load out
1: and just go home again. Let's just leave call to that.
0: <laughs> and call it another <laughs> call it, yeah, call at the end of the it.
1: podcast. Um again, like my uh, YouTube is Legend of Canto if you're interested. It's you linked below. Uh, I will put link in the description. Uh I'm Canto Legend underscore on Twitter. Oh, which is horrible to say. Every but, time. You, yeah. know
0: what you, should have done? you should have made another Twitter. What do you mean? Are you know about messaging the guy who actually has that name? Oh no
1: no, I'm not that asked. No, but you know, he might he might just give you it. He might do, but you know what? No, it's happened just, now. Just message him Just message him. Oh, I'll mistake. give you like
0: twenty quid for this.
1: Nah, and You stop.
0: might say yes. Was it not worth the twenty pounds nah. to have the um, just the easier one to have? Because I'm really glad that I got at Carl Smallwood. Um, an old housemate of mine, when I was like getting into comedy, mm-hmm. said you should absolutely one hundred percent have a Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't, you are an idiot. And I was like, oh no, I don't need a Twitter account. I mean, you should really get one because if you start getting big or you start performing, someone will take it and charge you money. Mm-hmm. And I was quite lucky in the fact that after uh, eventually, I did get um, uh, at House Smallwood. And yeah. that housemate said to me, you're fucking lucky, mate. I'm glad no one else took it for you. And mm-hmm. I noticed um, yesterday, in fact, he messaged me randomly. And it's on Twitter. Just saying, oh, like, congratulations. And his Twitter handle is at Gav. So his name is oh, Gary. So yeah. he's got at G-A-V. And I went, that's fucking... like, You know what? I bet there are no three letter handles out there. I bet there's no, like, dash. Oh, yeah, yeah. every single one has been taken because he had the foresight to realise Twitter will be a big thing. Mm-hmm. And he's got it now. And I'm like, yeah, I should have seen that going. I'm really, I'm kind of annoyed I didn't take your advice earlier.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because he was Me, like, Maybe one day, Carl, but for now, I'll commit.
0: Yeah, but he was, like, 100% right. like, yeah, this will be oh, a, yeah, in totally. the
1: future that you should
0: 100% like, get, on, get on board with. And I yeah, thank fair him enough. every day. <laughs> 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 the reason, this is what, well you, before we close off, I'll tell you, and the reason that he messaged me is because um, I got told after I left the office yesterday after recording, mm-hmm. um, the, the girl at reception, as I was still waiting for Brad to take shit, she said, Carl, Carl. And I had my headphones in, I was like, what the fuck is that? It's Carl, turn around. She, she like, motioned for me to come over, I'm like, the fuck? Said, yeah? And she went, oh, we've got a conference on today. Like, is it a secret? Went, no, 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 but people keep asking the Wi-Fi password. And they keep asking me what Big Wangers Inc. is, and I'm like, "Oh, fucking, that is amazing." Because, fun fact, the Wi-Fi thing for my office is obviously Big Wangers Incorporated, Big Wangers Inc. Yeah, yeah. And the password for anyone who happens to be in my office and sees that is Carl's Don is huge. I can't because confirm that it is. That is because you know what. I like making my friends type that out loud, make, maintaining unflinching eye contact. <laughs> but she told me, I bought a really good router because I didn't yeah. know what to buy. So I literally Googled what to buy for an office and they said, here is the router we recommend.
1: Bought yeah. it,
0: not realizing that route was recommended for like an entire floor of a building. <laughs> so my router reaches all the way out to outside. Oh God. So when people are at reception, the strongest Wi-Fi connection they can get is my office. It's Big (laughs) Big Wangers Inc. And I actually got somebody from the conference tweeting me saying, do you run Big (laughs) Wangers? Because I think I connected to your Wi-Fi today. It's like, oh, man, so good. It's so good. And when I went out for a piss earlier, I saw that conference going on, and I'm like, I bet some of them are trying to connect to Big (laughs) Wangers. Little do they know, the Big Wanger himself is walking past. I should also... Because fuck it, I need to tell people this, Uh, the Big Wangers logo got officially accepted by the UK government. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's shaped like a penis. (laughs) (laughs) Because there is, is, for anyone wondering, a legitimate, actual, real rule about trademarking something that is obscene or offensive. Mm -hmm. And I think the word they use is intentionally obscene.
1: Yeah. So which it definitely strong,
0: is yeah because i intentionally i made big wangers to sound like big penis and the logo has a big giant b shaped like a set of balls it has ig wangers incorporated like the shaft and then at the end there's a stylized circle to so close it in Yeah, which makes it look like the bell end and the uk government has said oh you know what that's fine
1: that oh, looks okay.
0: We'll let you put this on branding, and if <laughs> I want to, I can now put that on a fucking billboard. Yeah, and I am just so happy that I can now because I've got t-shirts with it on. Go check the merch. store, go buy your official Big Wangers Inc. merchandise. <laughs> I fucking will be, and I'll be wearing that shit to every meeting I go to because there are yeah, a lot of a- conferences coming up at my build, uh, my in my building that I'm yeah. going to go to, networking events that I'm going to go to. With my big Ink T-shirt and business card to hand yep. that shit out. Oh man! Oh man, no, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that big wangers Inc. It's just like you know, it's it's growing.
1: <laughs> the big it's, Wangers is growing. Big,
0: big wangers are growing.
1: Oh dear! So you know what? What
0: better way to end it than big wangers is growing?
1: <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening, guys. It's been a it's been a fun one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. We've just talked about it a lot. We've like you know, we've some deep, meaningful things about ourselves. <laughs> uh, uh, oh god wait a minute uh, I'm going to put I'm going to name like Carl and Brad play doom.
1: Carl's Ooh. just doing his other work while he's podcasting with me
0: you know what it's called multitasking mate look it up <laughs> like multitasking is a fucking ball ass pin oh god how do we do that confirm oh god I've made like I've accidentally made like three playlists called Karl Carl and Brad play doom. <laughs> oh god no oh god there we go I think I've done it I think that's it. Oh, wait, I'm not going to oh, do it all in oh. capitals. Doom. There we go, done. Publish on Monday. Fuck yeah, Monday fifth. look out for that. <laughs> oh, no, do you know what? Just for a dick move, let's, let's say it's a premiere at 4.15am.
1: Oh, no, God! I always do that.
0: I always get tempted because uh, the fact theme videos go up at, um, it's five or four in the afternoon. Yeah. I always yeah. get really tempted to just make them premiere like 15 minutes earlier. <laughs> and, uh, until the premiere at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but anyway, thank oh you dear. for listening, guys. I hope you all have a good week, and you'll tune in next time to hear Jack more bollocks.